look awful. <laughs> no, that's not true. Emotional damage. I, I wish I wish I could. I wish I could play the thing. I don't even know where it's at. Hold on. It's all good. Because we are now we are now in the new season. Season two of the Chris X Claire experience. This is season two. This is season two. Bigger, better. We're coming back stronger. That's right. right. So we're still going to keep the same numbers like episode 26. But this is the new season. We got our intro now. We're a little better at speaking. We're a little uh, more composed, a little more techno technologically savvy. I mean, you're probably better at speaking, but I still have a speech impediment, my friend. So I don't know. I don't know how much you expect from me, but I'll do my best. <laughs> hey, you're doing great. You're doing great. And uh, to celebrate the new season, letting everybody know that the Chris X Claire experience is available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you consume your podcasts. So please, 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 please. Download, uh, subscribe, and leave us a review. Tell your friends. You, you can know. literally Google it now. Yes. And like, and like 90, like 19 things pop up. It's so cool, guys. Yes, it's super, it's super cool. But we're, we're, we're getting legit up in here. So I'm really sorry for the hundreds and hundreds of people who are going to hear my voice, though. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine like one day you're like at a like a conference, like at a panel or something? They're like, Chris, 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 Chris. You're like, it's Alice. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Alice, Alice, Alice. <laughs> So question from the back. Yeah. Who's out today? It's just me. It's just me. Okay? What other questions that you fucking have? I know. Like, It'd be really sad if somebody's like, "Aw," you're like, "Really?" What? Am I, not <laughs> I was to I was told that there was a panel. Yeah, there's question and answer. I meant like a panel with all your altars. It's like, well, that's not. That's not how that works. I can't manifest them. <laughs> this ain't a TikTok. Like, okay, like, I can't just. I have real DID. <laughs> real DID. It doesn't work like that. You're like, oh, oh, you want to talk to Zandra? Hold on, let me just. Here it was. <laughs> they're like oh oh yeah oh, i saw it yeah yeah i totally get it your hair changed it's like no it's still me <laughs> it's still in a bun jeez still me. fuck you right bro i get really violent over that people are like so like can i talk to johnny i'm like yeah you're right let me just pull him out of my side car. no no and johnny's a girl fuck off it's like no you cannot no, you may not. No mother may I. You will not. <laughs> oh my god! You get funny. who you get, and you don't throw a fit. <laughs> right, and that's no, that. No, Bonson, for real, for real. I just got back. I've been gone for like twelve days, and I guess my brain like zapped out like five other days because of how long I was gone. So I came back on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And my earliest memory is August 15th, which is my anniversary. So that's really weird. I'm missing like two weeks of time. So that's super awesome. <laughs> that's neat. You're about but, to say I love you to Charles and then 
He's <laughs> like, I love you. And you're like, I, ooh. <laughs> it's like, Wait. this isn't Chris anymore. Wait. It's like, why? <laughs> Charles is like, how did I trigger you? Like, what, what, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> I know. I was just professing my love. God dang no, that's just the kickback. Like sometimes, um, whenever you dissociate for a long period of time, more than a couple days, uh, whenever you come back to consciousness, your brain's like, "Oh, sorry, we we lost some uh, we lost some days in the middle there, just because of you know factory and cycling right, and processing." Right. I'm like, "But I was here. I was here for August 15th. I went to the zoo. Like I remember that. But like nothing bad happened. Why is that the last thing I remember? Fuck." <laughs> right. I know it's it's a, it's a, a shame. It's a it's a shame. But, uh, but we're glad to have you back. Celebrate Yay. with us. We got a great show for y'all tonight. I but got before some we do it, for Julius. Ooh, okay. I can't wait to hear them. I got questions for you as well, just in case. We'll see well, where this fuck. goes. We'll see where <laughs> this goes. We're seeing okay. it's a new it's a new season. It's a new day. It's a brand new night. Right. All right. But before we do that, let's hit them with it. You're listening to the Chris X Clear Experience, the No Holds Barred podcast hosted by two insane best friends and a raccoon skull named Remy. No episode is the same and no topic is off limits as these two storytellers take you on a ride you're going to wish you could get off of. But enough talking. Strap in and clear your schedule. Check one, two. Testing, testing. The Chris X Claire experience begins now. Let's get this party started. What? What? Sounds fun. Wear your helmets. Welcome to the Chris X Claire Experience once again. This is episode 26, but also the first episode of our second season. Once again, you can get Chris X Claire Experience on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and wherever you consume your podcasts. So go subscribe and leave a review. Also, please check out fantasy, pa- patreon.com slash fantasyworldbooks if you want to subscribe to our Patreon and support us. Uh, and get all this cool content and early access stuff. And also, feel free to buy Shadows Wake by Chris Garcia on Amazon right now. Leave her a review. Check out her book. And then oh, don't delete it after you leave the review, for the love of God. Like, <laughs> like guys, I had like 11 reviews. I had like um, 11 that had this on the rating. And then mm-hmm. like 11, and then not 10 actual reviews. But now I have nine. Like someone took two of them back. Like, damn, did you hate it that much? You went back on there and took two of them off. Like, damn, cousin. You kept, you kept them up all night. They were like, they thought about it, and then they're like, nah, <laughs> nah, <Not> too gay. <laughs> nope, I can't do it. I literally just got baptized and became a Christian last night at the Westboro Baptist Church, oh, and no. I need and now. I need to. I need to take away my review. I can't support this foolishness. Uh, you can also buy Treachery, which I did an anthology of the fantasy world. If you follow, like, go to my like, go to my about the author thing on uh, Amazon. I look really pretty. You click on it, it'll show you that I've done two published works. Maybe three soon. I'm almost done with Racing Wind. Pacha, Racing Wind. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's gonna be oh my oh my god. But yeah, can we, can we have like a dub at the end of the audiobook for Racing Wind where Abigail's like, no, 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 no. People are gonna be like, I was gonna leave five stars, but I decided to do four because of whatever that was at the end. Why was Obama reading Racing Wind? <laughs> I liked it, but. I hope so. Thanks, buddy. It could have been better. Fair. Fair. (laughs) I I, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's funny. But, um, but yeah, tonight's show, we're talking about dating. We did have an episode talking about, like, love languages and stuff like that. But on tonight's episode, you know, we all about the love. We're trying to figure out this whole courting situation, this whole thing that drives everyone nuts uh even in the chat right we we, we gotta figure it out because it's not going away Mm -hmm. human beings you know they they got pack pack animals exactly we ain't going nowhere and so we're gonna get into that and somebody somebody in the chat said oh dating just had a fun conversation with someone about dating yesterday so if you want to if you want to live any uh, questions or comments for us while we're going through this uh, that you want us to address, uh, feel free and we will do so. But with that being said, I would love to know what Chris had questions for me. What like? Okay, I mean, I, I have questions on the topic of dating. Okay. Mm. So. I was I was just gonna wait to see what you had for the overall topic and what you wanted to say first. Oh, oh okay. and then and then I was gonna let that lead over. I have a good like I have a good I have a good little 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 mitch of questions here. I have oh, a whole bunch. Oh my god, yeah, you yeah. Do. Yeah, I also have a I actually pulled up an article that says like it's like a bunch of questions you should ask if you're on a date. I hope that I hope that our lists don't overlap too bad. I'll be really sad. <laughs> oh, I, I did research. I didn't work this no. time. You know what? With that being said, I think that you should go first. Oh, I don't wanna. You don't want to. <laughs> oh. All right. I, I don't I don't know how to lead if I don't know where I'm going. I don't know. Like I don't know where I'm going oh, right now. All right, all right. All right, fine. I'll, I'll, all right, so. You have literally engineered me to, like, to like respond to whatever prompt you give me. So whenever you're like, okay, Chris, go first. I'm like, <laughs> go like, where? You're like, I don't know what to do. Where do I go? What do I do with this? And the know. only podcast idea I've ever given was for um, conspiracy theories. I feel like every other one that I've ever, you know, suggested, you've been like, so, that's so, not true. That is not. I don't want to. I don't want to suck. <laughs> I don't want to suck. That's not true. Fact check false on that. Fact check <laughs> cap. Yeah, I know. Straight up. Is that right? Okay, I have a question. Do you know what that you like literary stuff? Did, did you? Do you have kids though that might keep you younger than I do? I'm like nine thousand. You know that. I don't understand anything. I I am Edith. Okay. 
So I just no, you're not. Do you know what cap is? What is cap? Like you're lying. It's slang. Why don't we just say that? <laughs> Why don't we just say that's a lie? I don't. I don't understand that. <laughs> Why cap? Why cap? Why cap? Like, is it because it goes over your eyes and like over your head, or is it why? I don't know the like origin story. I mean, I get yeet, kind of, because I feel like that's like emotion. <laughs> I feel like yeet makes sense, kind of. Like you, you throw something, you're like, <clears throat> and you're like yeet, whatever. But like that makes sense. But like, why cap? I don't know the origin. I would assume it means like it's kind of like stop like it's like you're saying to someone like stop lying like put put a, almost like put a lid on it like put a cap. Lid. Okay, okay, thank you, thanks. That's sorry. what I assume. That's sorry. what I assume. Sorry, Granny had to be educated. I don't know I, anything. I know the slang. I just I just don't. Okay. I don't know like the. Well, in nineteen ninety five. Professor okay. Herbert Livingston, aka uh, Cap, <laughs> was a professor. Uh, he studied lying and sociology. And one day he came in with a cap on to cover his bald head. <laughs> and so the kids would make fun of him in the lecture hall, you know, and because he was a professor of lying, so they would call him Cap. Now, to the kids, they were saying like cat like captain right it, it, there was the yeah cat the parallel there right yeah but anyone outside the class only knew him as a professor of lying mm. so they thought they were saying cat like right he's lying right. thus <laughs> i completely made that up there's no way that's it but it sounds pretty good it it's does. decent it's okay, okay. Okay, so now I, I've had my education. I write stories. <laughs> I make words pretty. I make words pretty. Mama says I write good. Okay, mama, my mom don't say that. Uh, anyway, my mom doesn't say much anything really. Um, so oh, oh. oh. <laughs> get dark. Uh, all right, so yeah. Um, all right, so anyways, I, I guess I'll go first then with the question, okay. but you know. You, you feel free to jump in right after. Okay. But, uh, okay, so it's like mood. I, I have the lights red. And I, have, I have pulled I have pulled the chair back. So you, okay, can we talk about that for a, <laughs> for a second? Say you're at a restaurant, right? And someone like pulls the chair out for you. Like, I always feel, I always do it awkward. Like when you pull the chair in for them. When they're like sitting down, like I gotta hit the knee, the back of the knees, like perfectly. Is it like it's annoying? Just like <laughs> you, you can pull it out, but let me scoot because I'm heavy. So if you try to scoot the chair and it doesn't move, and I'm like, no, <laughs> <Let me." laughs> it's like <laughs> doing the um, you know, doing so like, like football like, drills, right? So, like, <laughs> so you know what? You can you can oh you can let me. Like, pull it back, let me sit down. But I'm going to be like, okay, thanks. And I'm just going to scoot in myself. Like, we don't, you don't, we don't need that. I don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want to be embarrassed. Like, let me scoot my fat ass into the table myself, okay? Like, ain't nobody said right. that. So, so, already went on a tangent. All right. I pulled the seat out. Okay. You sat down. You scooted in. 
I took my seat. I got my handkerchief. Whatever. Okay. And I'm Napkin. like, hi, how are you? How are you doing tonight? Okay. Am I answering? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I thought that was your answer. You're like, okay. I'm like, oh, this right. thing's going to suck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's not excited okay. at all. <laughs> no. I'm, like, I'm like, no, I'm good. I worked all day. Oh, oh okay. Well, let me make sure to take the load off your feet and we'll just enjoy ourselves tonight. So anyway, I have a question for you, sir. What wine would you, geez, can you like wait a second? I was just about to ask the lady. Where's the breadsticks? <laughs> the lady asked for breadsticks five minutes ago. Sir, you just got here. Shh. Shh. Go get the breadsticks. Okay. I said. <laughs> we don't, we don't do wine here. We do pairing of breadsticks and cheese. Oh, so get no. the fondue, get the fondue, get the breadsticks, and get a lot of napkins. All okay. right. A lot? All right. He left. He left. All right. Okay. So now, now, I can, ask you, now okay. I can ask you a question. All right. <clears throat> uh, what's your favorite place in the entire world? Probably haven't been there yet. It's yeah. an interesting interesting take okay but, but colorado is really pretty colorado why did i keep hearing about colorado lately it's beautiful it's so pretty <laughs> like, okay listen charles and i are going to be driving out there to you know go uh, go to california next month and i really like I'm, i'll take some good pictures and send them to you like it's just so pretty okay have you ever well, seen the grand canyon or anything like that Mm -hmm. Or the, the pictures. Okay. Not, I, I, will, I will get you good in-person pictures. We're going to have a good time. Okay. I'll video chat you while I'm out there and just give you a spin around. Oh, shoot. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Okay. Back into this. Sorry. For the record, I don't, I've never heard of anyone asking this question on a date. What's your well, favorite place in the entire world? I've never, I would love to be asked that. That'd be a cool question. It's not a bad question. I I just I've never heard of yeah. someone asking that. Like, oh, what do you do you want to date? What do you ask them? Oh, I asked what's their favorite place in the whole world. Because I want to take them there. Oh shit. You know oh what my, I mean? Like, oh my oh, okay. Oh, all right. The panties coming <laughs> off. All right. <laughs> the Mariana Trench bitch. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> well, I can't take you there. <laughs> Your mother's bedroom. Oh! <laughs> you gonna fight? Why are you gonna fight? What you, gonna know fight about my, what you know about my mama? <laughs> um, I'm assuming my favorite place in the entire world is Tokyo, but I have not been there yet. But I'm assuming it's Tokyo. Um, as of right now, places that I've visited. Anywhere up the New England coast. Maine is so beautiful. Salem, Massachusetts, one of my favorite places in the world. So far. So far. Okay. Right. Okay. If I go if I ask you that question, you go Florida, we're done. Um <laughs> check no. please. Check no, please. No. Hey, hold on. Give me the check. No, she she be playing. She be playing. Nah, she be playing. <laughs> Micah said, your mama's bedroom, Daddy dies tonight. <laughs> Daddy dies tonight. <laughs> Put a ring on it. No, bro, Michael's, would, Michael's bringing the rings. I would immediately wife somebody at the hit with you mama joke on our first date. I'd be like, you got a sense of humor. Awesome. Great. I love it. 
You just, you just drop down on one knee immediately. You're just like, listen, I, my body did this. I, I couldn't even control it. I stop I'm it. proposing right now. I, I don't even got, I don't even got nothing to do. You said to propose mama. with. I think. Did you order onion rings? All right, we got onion rings. That's, that's your brand. <laughs> okay, so, so you okay? Look, besides Tokyo, a place that you have been in the world. What is your favorite right now? Um, honestly, right now I'd say, I'd say Myrtle Beach. Okay. I love Myrtle I'll, Beach. I'll, I'll take that. Cool. I love it. No, mm -hmm. Florida was awful. Ugh. Actually, Hilton Head. Ugh. Hilton Head Beach, gorgeous. Oh my god. <sighs> not not in Florida. I think that's North Carolina. Yeah. South Carolina. Anyway, beautiful. Yeah, one of those. Beautiful. One of, one of those. But yeah. Okay. But anyway, what's what's the question? Uh enough about me. What about you? Okay. What question? Okay, so so we're on a date, right? That's what's happening. Se no se Semi-date. I would not okay. totally ask a million questions on a date like this. Okay. <laughs> I I would. Oh I played plenty of questions with the motherfucker. Because I mean that's how you know oh. somebody. I True. mean also True. me and Luca, our first like two days dating, I just sent him walls of questions. Walls. Walls. He was okay. like, you sent him a Jeopardy board. <laughs> he was like, uh, I'll take my pass for two hundred. Okay, let's see. Take what brings your trauma? Um, so most of mine are like kind of like I don't know. I don't know how I would say it. Um I don't it, it don't hit me with whatever okay. you have. Whatever you have. What do you, you think it, okay? I got it. What do, you, what do you think is your best quality? <sighs> Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh. Um, I, okay. All right. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this because I was actually told this recently. I think my best quality is that when I'm like talking with someone, um, or like I'm, I'm with someone. I'm pre. I'm like super present. Like I, I attest to that. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter who you are. If we're like one on one, like I'm super present. I want to hear everything about you. I'm listening. I'm engaging. We're laughing. We're having a good time. Stuff like that. So I feel like that's my best quality. What about you? Hmm. My loyalty, like as a friend, as a person, um, I think that, like the fact that when I am in for someone and I love them and I believe in them, that I am 100% like in their family. And that's like having the hard conversations, having the good conversations, like I want to see you succeed and I want you to, I want to see you happy. Mm -hmm. And I'm not afraid to tell you that I think that you are doing something that is not self-serving of you and that you're not meeting your own potential. I'll tell you when I'm disappointed. I'll tell you when you're doing something that's fucking yourself up because you deserve someone to look you in the face and say, I love you so much. I know where you need to be. I know where you want to be. And this is not it. Like you are letting yourself down. How can I help you? I like that. I, I completely agree. Completely agree. I, which is which is really rare, I would say, because you're like, <clears throat> you're very like compassionate and considerate of the other person's feelings, but you you say it in a way that the other person doesn't feel like they're being judged or criticized, 
and that's like that's like an art there's like an art to that and i don't know how you exactly do that but um i can attest like you do that and i mean even when we like even when we like first talked and stuff like that it was just like we had this big conversation and i'm just like like why do i feel so comfortable with her you know like, i get i get that all the time people say yeah. it's my, my it's my mom complex but it's like but i'm like the mom that you would go to before you go to your mom like your mom might freak out and yell at you because you did lsd right we're gonna come and be like hey chris <laughs> say chris I did, I did lsd and i'm like okay that probably wasn't a very smart idea how are you feeling <laughs> like like i'm concerned right. i'm not mad at you mm -hmm. i'm concerned like, and then we can have a conversation about it. But if it continues on and you keep doing LSD, it keeps fucking you up. You keep coming to me like, Chris, I keep doing LSD. Then why the fuck won't you stop doing LSD? I'm addicted <laughs> to it. Okay, well, let's get you help. Let's like, you thank, thank you for coming to me. But, like, don't sit here. You, this is my favorite analogy to use in life. And people are like, oh, my God, I just want this to be different. But I'm not trying to do anything to stop it. So I'm like, you're not a tree. And they're like, what? I'm like, you are not a tree. And then they're like, what? I'm like, trees are stuck in the same place forever. They are rooted to the spot of the earth of which they have their roots dug into. They can never, ever move. You are not a tree. Move. Do something. Don't talk about it, be about it. Well, I literally always sit there and say, don't talk about it, be about it. I say it all the time. And like, I use it toward myself. I always complain that I feel like I'm fat. I do things of what I can to help myself lose weight. It just doesn't work. But still, I don't talk about it, be about it. Like, I'm doing it. It just doesn't work. But I also couldn't sit on the couch and eat potato chips and cake and pizza and drink soda, which I don't do, and all of these things and never, ever move and be like, oh, I'm fat. I wish I wasn't fat. Like, then <laughs> go for a walk. I don't know. Try something. Like, even if it doesn't work, even if you fail, try, because yeah. you're not a tree. Move. Not a tree. And if you need cool. me to move with you, I'll move with you. We'll go for a walk together. I'll walk my dogs at midnight. I don't like people looking at me. So you know what? We can go for walks. But, like, tell me that you want to do this, and maybe it'll help to have someone do it with you. Very true. Very uh, true. Mike said I'm cozy. That's like the best compliment I've ever been given. <laughs> I'm cozy? Aw, I like that. Okay. Cozy. cozy. That's your best compliment. Okay, so uh so our our server has brought us our, our breadsticks at this point. Yep. <clears throat> and okay. I was like, yeah, people should walk more. Eating my breadstick. <laughs> How many calories are in this thing, by the way? Like 200 <laughs> a breadstick? I'm like... If you need to ask, you shouldn't be eating it. <laughs> well, I don't know how many is in here, but I'm going to eat 30 of them, so it's going to be fine. Well, I mean, like... So, I mean, while we're kind of joking around over our breadsticks, still has yet to give us the fondue, but uh, <laughs> my question is... The kitchen's what... really backed up. The kitchen's really busy. We came on like a Valentine's Day Friday night. There's without, a two hundred dollars to go order in. Okay, it's gonna yeah. be a while. No reservation. Right. Like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Do that. Which, we were don't those ever people. Do that. Don't yeah, we're do those that. people. We're like, how? <laughs> came in hard. two hours. It's mighty, it's mighty. It's 
mighty busy looking around these parts. That table over there is empty. Can we just sit there? You mean the table that like literally just got cleaned? <laughs> yeah. It's still it has wet. our name yeah. all over it. <laughs> Did you make a reservation? A reserve what now? <laughs> we do call aheads, not reservations. <laughs> no. <laughs> I Ooh. called and you didn't pick up. So I just assumed that you had room. You're going to give me a migraine? <laughs> I know. You're like, I I'm here. Like, I've, heard this, I've heard this too many times. <laughs> but anyway. All right. So, uh, so yeah. Over okay. our breadsticks. I'm like, so, Chris, I got to know. What really makes you laugh? Like, what cracks you up? Stupid dad jokes. <laughs> Stop. Are you for real? Stupid like dad stupid dad jokes. Actually, could I tell you a dad joke? <sighs> I'm just prepping my ears to bleed, but go go for okay. it. Okay. So I was really busy at work the other day, and my friend called me and told me that he wanted to legally change his name to Spinal Column. I told him I didn't have time to talk to him right now, so I would just have to call him back. <laughs> So and we just have to call him back. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, wow! <laughs> it's uh, oh. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm sitting here with my breadstick, like. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe for our next date, I'll. T I know a person that all he does is uh, dad jokes for his. <laughs> for his <laughs> What? Like I said, I'd like to pre-cancel yes, my, oh my contract. <laughs> it's not an episode without a contract cancellation. So, Kicking off season two with a bang. Right. You know what's going to be really annoying? If that mm -hmm. becomes like some kind of inside joke. Like say like later on, we get like an influx of fans mm -hmm. that are literally signing contracts and then canceling them. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Guys, be don't do that. <laughs> I'm gonna be so pissed. Do not I'm gonna, do that. I'm gonna have to like get a lawyer, get a clause in there that's like, if you sign this, it can't be a joke. Like, you have to take this seriously, or else you're right. being you're gonna be held liable for financial compensation. Right. If you do this to me, you owe me at least breadsticks. At mm -hmm. least you'll need a fifty dollar gift card. Right. Column card. <laughs> this is a binding contract. Oh God, run it in blood. Please. I know, seriously. I'm like taking oh, out the rifle. Let's go. That's that's funny shit. Wow, okay. Let's let's go. Um What about you? What makes you laugh? Like laugh. Um I mean a lot of things make me laugh. Mm -hmm. But like honestly, I'd say like I'd say like Stuff that like catches me by surprise, and most of the time that's like dark humor, but not not like people being mean. Like usually it's like watching stand up or something mm -hmm. like that or whatever. But like something that catches catches me off guard usually, like I'm dying, I can't breathe. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, but I would say that. Um. Oh, it's your turn. Yeah, it's your turn, milady. Who was your first crush and what were they like? Oh, what? That's a good one. <laughs> what? Okay. 
All right, I know, I know. Um, there was this girl. I won't, I won't say her full name. I still remember her full name, <laughs> but her name was Lindsay, and uh, we were in kindergarten, <laughs> and she was like, I mean, I have no idea what she looks like now, <laughs> but she was like the most beautiful little thing I have ever seen to my kindergarten self. And I had such a big crush on her. She was cute and she was smart. And I'm a I'm a kindergartner, by mm -hmm. the way. And um, I remember like uh we would play house together, like like there was like a little kitchen set in the kindergarten classroom, and be like, oh, we're the mommy and the daddy and stuff like that. I had a big crush on her. That lasted probably until about like second grade, and then yeah. That's pretty extensive though. It's pretty long. I fall I when I fall, I fall pretty hard. Cute. What about you? So I actually have two that I distinctly remember. Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember if they overlap or not, so I'm going to list both of them. Um, one was a boy that I went to kindergarten with in <clears> first grade, <throat> and his name was Bobby. And he lived wow. actually a couple houses down from me. And we played together all the time. We were always around each other. Like... I was weird. He didn't care. So, like, I really, really had to crush on him. But, like, the first, like, this is what love is. Like, over overbearing crush that I ever had in my life. Um, I was in sixth grade. She was a... Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> the chat said... Or uh, Micah said, is this the guy with the racist grandpa? And you say yep. yes. And I'm just like, wait, what? Yes, it was. What? Oh, yes, it was. What? Um, We even had this weird like rekindling moment that happened like 13 years after we stopped talking mm -hmm. because of his grandfather. And we were like walking around in the rain together. Like the rain was pouring down, we ended up underneath the gazebo, like one of those stupid shitty super, things that happen. Super romantic. Yeah. 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 And we we kissed and we hadn't talked. I had not seen each other in like 13 years. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how we started talking and walking together, but we just did. I think that I was walking and he was walking, and I we realized who each other was and we started talking. And then we just like haven't talked since. Really weird. I don't know how to explain it. Um but in sixth grade, there was this girl, and her name was Alexis, and she had freckles and big blue eyes, and uh. She's trouble. Oh my god. Her name is Alexis. She's trouble. Also, she was the first girl I ever kissed. That's how I realized I really, really liked girls. That was how I realized I liked girls. But like, <laughs> so yeah, that those two right there. Both are really significant, so I really feel like I need to tell both of them. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So at this point on the date, I have now also divulged to you the fact that I like women. So, I mean, so, oh, so now, oh, on the date. I was like, I already knew this. No, like, on the date. Oh, on the right, date, I just right, told you that okay, now you know oh I'm my, a, now you know I'm at right, least bi right. as well. Man, I gotta stay in character here. All right, you like women. Oh, okay. Well. Um, oh, that's interesting. I mean, first of all, um, who doesn't like women? You're right. They're 
beautiful goddesses and they're soft and lovely soft and hair eyes mm. i'm surprised more women don't like women but anyway that's a whole nother thing I but um <laughs> but like, i get it I, I get it but uh yeah so that's totally cool um <laughs> but um yeah no my first kiss was a girl named tina that's right my first kiss was bobby bobby tina. kindergarten mine mm. was yeah I, I was seven so who taught us how to kiss like first <laughs> no one yeah where did that come from how did we know how to do that Disney? i don't I, I have no idea i don't i don't remember watching people kiss on tv really same so I like how how did i know that i should have i don't know that's weird you're just looking at those lips and you're just like i want my lips I'm, on your lips i want to smack that mm. <laughs> right for some reason something's telling me lips need to be together mm -hmm. right <laughs> i don't know <laughs> well that's interesting that's interesting that uh you like girls and everything um uh so that me must mean uh I'm trying to segue into my next question, but it's it's going terribly. So I'm just gonna um, that must mean that you like tacos. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of tacos do you like? Are right. You, what because I'm what right. I'm Hispanic, so I like tacos. No, no, that ain't it. I, it was a it was a meta it was a metaphor, damn it. Uh, I, I love tacos actually. Who doesn't like tacos? I love tacos. <laughs> Fish tacos. Hamburger, steak, chicken. Treat. Like a messy. Listen, um, if you don't make a new taco, eating your taco, you didn't need a taco right. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. We may or may not be talking about tacos. I don't know what we talk. All right, anyway. Um, <laughs> um, who is your role model? Jesus. Or do you have one? Jesus. And why is that? And not first, whenever I say Jesus, I don't mean like white Chris Hemingworth looking Jesus, okay? Like, I don't like, like, like Hemsworth, whatever his name is, whatever, Christopher Hemingway, not not TV Hollywood Jesus, I mean, real Jesus, black Jesus, Jesus that Jesus that washed feet. Like Jesus that hung up with whores and liars and murders and made somebody that had a stutter a disciple that spoke for him. Um, Jesus who took beggars and cheaters and all these people that are undesirable and made them his high point and told people to listen to them. Like that Jesus is the Jesus that I look up to. Because Jesus and this is the ultimate thing you need to know about me is I look up to Jesus because he still fed Judas. Like mm. he knew Judas was going to betray him. He knew he was sitting at the table with someone who was going to condemn him to die. And Judas ate too. True. I want to be like Jesus. That's a good, I mean, I don't know how you beat that one, but I mean, not that this is a competition, but damn, it was like anything I say after that is just, Who's your role model? I mean, oh, after you said okay. Jesus, I'm just going to be like, God. No, it's kidding. Just, <laughs> but listen, no. okay. But, but if not Jesus, if I had to be like a celebrity, I would have said Robin Williams. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. 
That's a good one. Kind-hearted, uh, funny, like to make people laugh, tender. Sad. Sad. I know. Oh, that's rough. Oh. Um, yeah, you reminded me of Keanu Reeves, too. He's another kind mm-hmm. of He's a good one. Um, I would say uh, one role model for me is this guy named uh, David Goggins. And I put an asterisk next to it, though. He's like a he's like a crazy cra- he's a crazy man. He like runs crazy marathons and like he's just always like working crazy hard and trying new things and stuff like that. And the only reason I say he is like a role model of mine is because I was in, I was in the midst of a deep depression. Like I was going to be like this is it. And I heard a talk he gave. It was like an hour-long talk. You can find it on like Impact Theory, David Goggins. Um, I listened to it. It was an hour, hour long. And that just snapped me out of it. And not to say like, oh, I never had another depressing episode again or bad times, whatever. But it like really snapped me out of it because he was talking about how he was like at a crappy job, crappy marriage, crap. Like he was, he was super overweight. He was... He was just down on his everything, whatever. And then uh, one day he saw like a commercial for Navy SEALs and he was just on a whim. He was just like, I'm going to try to become a Navy SEAL because there's nothing. But he's big, though. He, he was big. You know what I mean? So he went to the recruiter and I and the recruiter was like, nah, <laughs> like you big, bro. <laughs> like you can't. You, you're not even going to make it, you know? So he was like. If somehow you can lose like a hundred pounds in three months, then I'll take you. And you can take the boot camp and see if you pass and blah blah blah. So then he like worked harder than he ever did in his entire life, lost the hundred pounds in three months, which is not healthy. But he he did it though. It's not healthy at all. <laughs> but he did it though, became a Navy SEAL, he's best-selling author, all this stuff, right? And like it's it was just one of those things that like if you're not happy change something kind of thing you know what i mean you're not a tree you're not a tree you're not a tree yeah so anyway it's your turn uh madam yeah where is that fondue <laughs> god jeez <sighs> But for real, if we were out at the restaurant, I'd be like, ooh, mmm. Like, also, I'm the manager of a corporate restaurant. Did I tell you that? Okay. All right. Well, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> this is over. <laughs> all right. Right. Um, who is your favorite couple in pop culture? Oh, that's easy. Morticia and Gomez Adams. <laughs> oh, are we? Oh, are we talking? Are we talking fictional or non-fictional? Either or. Oh, well, fictional. It's them. Yeah, fictional. I agree. They're they're goals. And then, like so. non-fictional, like uh, Ooh, like celebrities, Neil Patrick Harris and David Burka. How long have they been together? A hot minute, and they have like two kids. They always win Halloween. It's fantastic. I'm gonna it's go funny. with. Uh, I don't not not that I I don't okay I don't know celebrity couples that well but of the ones that I remember that are like doing very well I'm gonna go with Pierce Brosnan and his wife 
I agree. No, I agree with that. He thinks that she is the most amazing thing ever. He always shuts down people that try to body shame her. Like he loves his wife. Right. Like he's a he's a handsome dude. He was James Bond, whatever. And his wife is like, and I'm not I'm not saying this to be mean one bit, but she's she's just a you know like an average compared to him. Well, whatever. when she was younger, she like, was a firecracker, but she's obviously gained weight, you know, throughout right. her she's older and you know all that. But like he, they've been married forever, and it seems like he adores her, and that's that's great. You no, know, Patrick Harris and David Burke have been married since 2014. But they've been dating since. But they've been dating since 2000, since longer than that, because they, their children, um, were uh, brought into the world on October 2010. They've been together for over 10 years. Okay. I remember whenever, like, the Harold and Kumar movies were coming out, uh, Neil Patrick Harris didn't want David Burka and him to play a dysfunctional couple, like, multiple times in a row, and people think they were struggling in their marriage. Mm -hmm. So, like, they have that that spill in the Harold and Kumar movie where, like, uh, David just gets money and drugs from Neil, and that's, like, why they pretend to be a couple, and like on purpose, Neil Patrick Harris was like, yo, let's not do that again for a while. <laughs> I want people to think that we actually are struggling. I just <laughs> love I just love them. They're so supportive and they're them and them them and their uh kids always look so cute during Halloween and they seem like they really genuinely love each other and I think it's great. That's awesome. I, I don't know I obviously I know who Neil Patrick Harris is, but I, I didn't know his husband well. David Burka. Yeah. He does a lot of comedy stuff too. Okay. Um, if you actually ever get around to watching How I Met Your Mother, Neil Patrick Harris plays Barney, which is one of the leads, obviously. Yep. He's, he's a womanizer. Well, it's yep. really funny because Neil Patrick Harris's husband, David Burka, uh, guest stars in a lot of different episodes in the series as Scooter. And Scooter mm -hmm. is like an old love interest of Lily, one of the other main characters. Oh, so wow. it's it's really cool. Um, all of like the spouses of the main staff actually end up in the show at one point or time or another as a love interest to somebody else. It gets really funny. That isn't that's fun. that is interesting. Oh, it's hysterical. <laughs> it's huh. really good. Oh, another one. Um, and this one this one was actually big for me. Uh, with my transitioning out of of very hardcore religion um this so this was big for me um fictional couple um uh, i can't remember his full name but uh david levy you know mm -hmm. like eugene levy's son mm -hmm. david uh in schitt's creek david mm. and uh patrick that was the first uh gay couple fictional that i was like this was so well done like, but it was huge for me because I was, you know, I came from the whole firebrand, whatever. And even though I never had anything against um, a gay people, like, I'm like, they're just people who want to love. You know what I mean? It yeah. still was, like, difficult for me to, like, see, like, two men kiss mm -hmm. back then. Not like I was like, oh, my God, or anything. It was just like. I just not hadn't grown up with right. it. I wasn't exposed to it. I was told that it was a bad thing. 
And so that was that was it. And so um, I was watching uh, Shit's Creek, which is very highly, highly, highly underrated show. And um, it's really good. <laughs> and they have they have a gay couple on there and they're like so solid. Like they're they're like, like I can't even st- like it was the. It's such they're such a good couple. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, so David Levy, I, I know your name was David on the show. I think your name is David in real life, but David Levy, if you're hearing this, you having that on your show was actually really good for me. And I'm not gay. You know what I mean? But it was really good for me to see that right. and done well, you know, like, that I will give you that also because usually there's a trope with the gay couples, like lesbian couples, gay couples you ever see mm-hmm. in TV. Like they're always really dramatic and arguing with each right, other. Right. One of them, one of them's usually cheating. Like there's right. always something wrong. So to see healthy homosexual relationships, especially after the L word, which is just one big clusterfuck after another. <laughs> good, good right. God! But, right. like to, but to actually right. see a healthy like gay relationship right so i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna go ahead and and also throw a gay relationship on here Mm -hmm. from the haunting of hill house franchise from bly manor um Mm -hmm. the two main leads that are lesbians it's or bi bisexual no lesbians they are incredible like it it's so well done Mm. So well done. I'm not going to put like Brokeback Mountain up there because their relationship was extremely unhealthy, and they were it, it was unhealthy to everybody around them, not just each other, um, because they just couldn't they couldn't be outed. It was it was shitty and terrible situation. So honestly, I I really think that those two let me. Look I, it up. I, th- I think you made. I think you're making a great point too, because I remember even back then, like while I was still like trying to figure stuff out mentally. I was there were a lot of stuff where they would show either you know like you said them cheating them arguing or, very very dramatic very very yeah, or like broke back mountain where it's kind of like we shouldn't be doing this you know what i mean like it's it's almost like no nah, this isn't good this I isn't mean, a good thing but we're gonna do it anyways like even in the haunting of hill house i mean not the, not the haunting of hill house, but um what is it uh american horror story with mm-hmm. the first episode murder house like the, uh, the gay couple Chad and like Travis, they're so toxic for each other, so so toxic. Yeah. Like they want to break up and they're just miserable, and it's just I'm like, bro, like what the? Right. And it's the same. It's the same issue that other uh, sexual orientations and races have, like being stereotyped in media. If all you see, black people are either gangsters or slaves. And you've not you're not exposed to black people in your normal everyday life. That there's going to be some kind of um, bias is the wrong word, but like you're you're gonna not that you're like racist or prejudiced or anything, but you're gonna kind of have thoughts like, oh, this must be how they are or something like that. And so like when it, for, with David and Patrick in that in that show, um, you know, it was great to see because they just they just loved each other. Yeah, there was co- external conflict. Of course, yeah. Of course, to you know, keep it's a show. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, they would have episodes where they're just one of them's just like singing to the other, date night proposals. You know, like just just a healthy 
whatever you know relationship and it was extra sweet because david in the show is like this very like posh like rich boy kind of spoiled doesn't really know what he wants and then he meets this down to earth <laughs> just regular dude patrick and kind of showing and they they fall in love and it kind of showing him like wow like all that material stuff means nothing compared to what mm -hmm. we have you know um, it was beautiful i applaud it so blind manor the two theaters i was talking about was danny and jamie are the the couple but you know also since you're talking about it like that's one of the reasons that i wanted to have background characters in like my series that are more like that are gay so that mm -hmm. they're not the focus because i want them to be like ordinary people like right. that's why i have you know this whole thing with amos and doran who in the first book are extremely background characters and then in the second book they're more front and then by book three like amos and doran are actually very important but like they're just normal people they have coffee they like talk to each other like go for walks like i didn't mm -hmm. want them either of them to be like your flamboyant gay man like yeah. if if the movie if it ever becomes a movie ever hits the screen at all i don't want very 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 gay people playing very 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 gay characters because sometimes gay people don't act like that <laughs> like some sometimes they do uh -huh. and will, will i have characters that are flamboyant yes but also we can have characters who aren't either charles is pansexual and you wouldn't know he's not flaming you know he's not on fire mm -hmm. so i don't know representation matters right representation does matter um with that being said I, I also hate how I do hate though when people try to shoehorn stuff in for like no good reason. Like you can't I know we we've talked about that before. But anyway, I don't know. When done right, it's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. That's basically all I'm trying to say. So man, whose question was that? We went on a tangent. Maybe, that was your it was question. Me. Yeah, the yeah, the pop yeah, pop culture. Back. Okay, so, finally, so we, the fondue has arrived. Finally, got our fondue. Right. right. The, I'm like, thank you. And then the waiter turns his back. I'm like, and then uh, <laughs> I'm deciding this is never going to have an, we're never going to have another date. I was going to fuck you. Now I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm at. Take it back. No, I would never. <laughs> I was going to. Panties as dry as the Sahara Desert. It's not happening. No. But <laughs> we gotta change it up. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. <laughs> I know it's like I don't. <laughs> but have so, you ever had that happen? Have you ever had that moment where you're out with somebody and you're like, "Ooh, I think I'm." Mm, feeling ooh. it. And then they say something. They're like, like, burr, 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 they're like, "Yeah, I totally, you know, I totally didn't money for my birthday to the KKK." Oh, you know what? We're gonna give you benefit of the doubt. Is that like Kmart's program or something? Like a no, like the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> Is that a rap group? Is that a Netflix special? Is that a Netflix special? No, the guy with the white hoods. White people living in the hood. Like <laughs> you're just trying to save it. You're just trying to save it. As much as you're like, come on, man, don't do this. Don't do this, honey. Hmm? 
I'm racist. You like I'm, racing. I'm no. black. <laughs> I know. I'm, <laughs> She's I'm like, black. I'm I want to hate fuck you. <laughs> I want to slave cause I want to slave role play with you. It's like she holds up like a bag of cotton in a chain. You're like <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I'm still here. Well, what about how, how, how hot is she? How hot is she? I'm still, I mean, I'm still, I'm still at the table, but I'd like to know more about the program. Like, you got like a brochure, a pamphlet. Uh, do you got something I can like look over? Like, what exactly do I have to wear? What exactly do I have to do? <laughs> Please look what Mike can just put in the chat. Blacks die today. Wow. She's <laughs> She's like, you seen that new, you seen that new Halloween movie? We're gonna play that out, honey. Like, oh. <laughs> You're like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're rolling back in. Okay, so we have our fondue. We have salad. <laughs> oh, right. We have salad. <laughs> the dressing's delicious. She said, how hot is she? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> if she's this crazy, she has to be this hot. She cannot be this crazy and right. this. There's hot. a scale. There's, There's a scale. A scale. So, you know what? Someday, someday, like, like say we have like a, um, like a traveling tour or something like that. We go out on the street and film it, and like ask guys and girls be like, okay, this person, like, picture, get, find the hottest guy and girl that we can find, and be like, this person is willing to do that to you, but you're gonna have to be a slave. And I don't mean like some dominatrix like B BDSM stuff. I mean like this is what you're gonna have to dress like. Get like another picture. Like, yeah. is that picture from like the 1600s? So like, did they have pictures back then? Like, <laughs> the most wild. Do you know? Micah said this is the most wild role play I've ever witnessed. But you know what? You know, a hundred percent, somebody out there is doing it. Man, I, I, disagree, I disagree, Micah. Right now, your your cat husband is possessed by a cat demon. I don't know, honey. But I don't. I don't know. What? Are we that far? What? Who? Thomas. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, it's your turn. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> over, over fondue. Over fondue. It's cold. You know, I've never had fondue. It's I've delicious. Had I've had so, like, yeah. Um, if you could be any person for a day, who would it be? Um. <laughs> if I could be anyone for a day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Trisha said, what did I walk into? All I hear is BDSM and fondue. That's I, also a pairing. I think that I would want to be. This could go one of two ways. Okay. I either want to be someone that's like way hotter and way skinnier than me, just so I can feel what it's like to like walk around and have people like look at me and be like, "Damn." Um, or I want to be someone who's extremely less fortunate, so I can have a better appreciation for them, like someone with a major disability. 
so that I could figure out how they function, how their brain works. Like someone, or, or no, and maybe they could even switch places. If we could switch places, mm-hmm. like I know this, I know this body isn't great. Like it's like a early, it's like a 1997 Honda Civic at best, honestly. But like it, it drives, the check engine light's always on, but it drives. So, I mean, if I get to trade places, especially, I would pick somebody that's like blind or has cerebral palsy or something like that. Like someone that might get a kick out of being me for a day. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Or I would just do that just so I would know what it's like, you know? <laughs> I'd probably, I'd probably choose someone that I think would have like an insane amount of knowledge or they're super rich or something like that. <clears throat> and I would like basically have like a 24 hour meeting with every major person in the know about an industry or something like that and basically be like tell me everything before i switch back i guess yeah something like that yeah but i really like yours too yours is like super sweet i didn't even think about that oh actually can i also maybe can i add a third option what i'd be a pregnant woman for a day uh, it's too sad for this part. No, no, I would love that. Like a really oh, pregnant yeah. mama, like just for like feel little feet, like just like feel the sickness, the stress, the hot flashes, all of it for one day. Mm. That'd be good. I'd like that. Um, I could see Charles totally taking care of you too. You'd be like, you'd be like, honey, I really for some weird reason want like. You know those marshmallows and the Lucky Charms, but I don't want the Lucky Charms. I just want—I just have a craving for the little marshmallows in it. Can you he buy me a family size? Me. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he totally. There's just a bowl of marshmallows. You want milk with that? No, no. <laughs> just, the, oh my God, the sound! The sound would be hideous. Like chewing on packaging peanuts. Oh my God. She's I like, mean, oh, that does it. That's what baby wants. I mean, bro, he does that shit for me now. What do you mean? If we ever manage to actually get pregnant, he will do anything. <laughs> I would, like, I could be like, baby, I really need food from this one restaurant and that's a, 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 in the city that's an hour away. He'd come back in three hours with that shit. Yes, he would. <laughs> like, he's like, he's amazing. You'd be, like, you'd be like yelling at him from the kitchen. You're like, yeah, I really would want from that restaurant. Honey? Hot? Where did you go? I'm on my way. Sorry, I can't. I can't talk. I, I'm. I'm driving. Like what? The? What? <laughs> do you even know what combo I wanted? Like, <laughs> of course. Of course I do. Number Mutter seven. In your sleep. N- no, number seven with extra cheese. Right. Whatever it is. That's what. No, wants. he really does know it. Like anywhere. Like he goes to KFC and he bring me back my food. I like the famous bowls, right? Because mm. like, the chicken's just too greasy by itself, and I just can't eat it. And he'll bring me back a famous bowl. And they'll put it down in front of me, and he's like, "Famous bowl, extra gravy, extra cheese." I'm like, "Yay! Yay! You know what? You pay attention to me. Love it." Okay. Um, what's something that you used to believe about relationships, but you no longer do? See, I like your questions. Damn. Um, I mean, I'm pulling mine from an article, so they're stupid. Uh, let's see. Mine's from an article. What do you mean? Oh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let me see something that I believed about relationships that I no longer believe. Ooh, 
I know. It's kind of sad, though, but I'm going to just say it anyway. I no longer believe in soulmates. I believe that there's, like, high compatibility, like, crazy high compatibility or chemistry or or people that you're just, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I don't think there's, like, one person out of 7 billion plus people like that one, like if you met them, it would be like, like you just turn a corner. You're like like at a Walmart or some shit in India. I don't know where the hell you are. And you just turn a corner and just like, Holy shit. Oh my God. Will you marry me? We, do you feel that connect? Do you feel that? Like, I know I have a wife and kids. Bye. You are the, do you know what I mean? Like, I I agree. I don't think that exists. That is why. So I've started this project of writing a a love story, Who's which it, by the way? I, God, I hate it. Like, I, I love my concept. I love where I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. But like, for the love of God, I hate love stories. And I also hate it because it's literally all of the things that I don't believe in. It's the, we literally were destined to be together. Because the two entities of this love story are light and life. And I know that sounds weird, but like literally light was created from this negative space of the cosmos. And he was, when God said, let there be light, he was light. And life is literally what it is. It's life. She was plants and breath and heartbeats. And they are destined to never really get to be perfect together. And like in the interlude, like literally light is the one talking to us. And he says again and again and again, we don't always find each other. We miss each other. This is a big planet. There have been thousands of years that we have gone by without ever having found one another. And then sometimes we do. And that's the thing is that like, I can't realistically make this make sense to me. Because of the 8 billion people on this planet, Uh I do not believe my one single soulmate lives in Ashland, Kentucky. (laughs) Listen, I did not get that lucky. I did not. (laughs) What would be the odds of that? I mean, probably, I mean, they're 7.923 billion to one. Do you know what's even sadder, though? The people that (laughs) know for a fact. They're not even close to with their soulmate. I don't know why I'm laughing. Like that sounds <laughs> sounds sad. But there are people that are married and they're like, I know hundred percent you ain't my soulmate. Like it, there's not even like a question. But I just don't want to be lonely. Oof. Oh, okay. there we go. Now you Gross. hitting it. Nasty. There, now you now you hitting it. Shit. Now you talking real. Now you talking real. Let's dig yes. deep. Yes, Micah, I actually, I actually based uh, Ashes to Ashes, Dust to Dust, which is the name of the of this thing I'm working on, um, off of the Fallen Fire and Rising Sun complex. Um, we have two characters in our roleplay that were originally older characters, and they fell in love way later in life and had to go through a lot of hardships to be together. And they both died, you know, with times that didn't quite cross. They didn't get to spend the right time together. So as a like as kind of like a blessing from their ancestors, they were given the ability to play tag. And with tag, they send you back down to earth. You don't actually get to rest up here unless you want to. And you guys have to find each other. It's a game. 
because that's the nature of their relationship is very playful and fun and because it's, they spent too much time being serious and fallen fire and rising sun had to spend so much time being serious to get through life that they were like we want to have fun let's play a game and they literally spend the rest of forever until they decide they're done chasing each other. And their names are always like parallels of each other. Like right now it's Rising Sun and Fall on Fire. Originally it was Whitewater and Black Smoke. It might be uh, Small small Step and Long Stride. Their names are constantly parallels because they're opposites. Mm. And I base Ashes to Ashes, Dust to Dust on that concept. And I'm really excited actually to get like into the meat of it because like it's going to be fantasy and whimsical. Like, I don't know how it's going to end because I want them to end up in a timeline that can cross with Naropa. I'm just obsessed with the Naropa idea. And also imagine that a character gets to interact with light, like mm. life. Like you are this ancient sentient being, but right now you're a 12 year old. Right. And they have all this knowledge. These characters do light and life of who they were before and of all the lives they have all the way back to being stardust. So like, it could just be someone like me sitting here on a podcast. Like I remember what ancient Egypt was like. I didn't meet him then. I guess I just, I guess I didn't win the game. Like, mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's just going to be a really awesome concept and something kind of different because it's soulmates without being soulmates. It's not right. easy. I don't want it to be easy. Love's not easy. Soulmates don't exist, y'all. They just don't. There is not someone that is a carbon copy of your soul that is out there somewhere. It's waiting for you. Charles and I are very, very compatible. I love him very much. Is he my soulmate? Probably not. Because if he was, I wouldn't love Luca. Is Luca my soul soulmate? No. Because if Luca was my soul soulmate... I wouldn't still have this big old poly heart ready for me to love anybody. Like soulmates right. don't exist. They just don't. It's a, yeah. It's like a concept that there's this one person that is all encompassing and perfectly designed for you, you know? And it's like, human beings are not like that. Like there's going to be flaws. There's going to be things that you're not going to get from one person that it may be in another. It's just, that's just how it is. I mean, and even though we're talking about like, oh, soulmates don't exist, we are not saying that you should like just super settle either. Like, right. like don't do oh, that. soulmates don't exist. So, I mean, I might as well end up with Jim at the auto zone. Like, if Jim, took... <laughs> if Jim at the auto zone is compatible with you and makes you happy and checks your list, then yeah. Right. Right. I, but if he's like, just got a big yeah. dick and that's what you like, fuck off. You know how many men have big dicks? You know how many men have little dicks but great head game? Like, don't you fucking settle, bitch. Don't you fucking settle. I got a good head game. I got a better head game than Jim at the fucking auto. Quick, let's go. You're like, Mary, put a fake ring on me. <laughs> and, <laughs> I I know, and I know where your clit is. Just saying. That's I know what it does, too. That's important. Uh, anyway. You sending out apps applications? What are you, are you always, I'm always accepting girlfriend. Always accept it. <laughs> I just I love Luca and Charles oh. so much, and I love the fact that they're Libras and they're these big, sensitive, softy men, and I love it so much. But like, but, I want a girlfriend that I, I can know. spoil. I want a fucking princess. 
that I can spoil. Soulmates don't exist, but you can still find your person. That's it. Yeah. That's the statement. Yeah. Soulmates don't exist, but you can still find your person. No, it's true. I Like, typically, I know, like, for me, when it comes to, like, friends or, or you know, uh, love, stuff like that, it's almost like, it's almost like a checkmark list in my, not like I'm like, oh, they do this, they do that. It's a checkmark, but it's more like spending time with them. Is there more positive than negative? And then how long are the intervals between the negative instances? If there are any, do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's like, if there's like constantly negative instances, there's just always drama. That might not be your person. <laughs> if, if there's a constantly like, you know what? We feel comfortable around each other. We're having fun. They're there for me. I trust them. I don't have to worry about them. Blah, blah, blah. Like, we fought recently, but that was once in like a year or something. Like, geez, so much time, Pat. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's your person. I don't know. And if you have At the same to keep... time, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. no. If you have to keep um, excusing and explaining red flags, to just justify to yourself and other people why you stay with someone, you need to leave. Yeah. If you have to constantly step on eggshells around someone to justify whatever it is, you need to leave. I wish to God that 2022, Chris, at you know August the 30th, 2022, Chris, at 12:26 a.m., could go back in time to Chris that met. My go back to, to to the person that met my ex husband, and I wish I could talk to her and be like, "You need to run. You will literally be a prisoner in your own house. You will step on eggshells. You will stop talking about all the things that bother you because it doesn't do any good. You will stop doing all of the things that are good for you. You will stop reaching out for help. Like you will literally let yourself drown." Stop letting people make you feel small because they say that they love you. Do not let people tear you into pieces because they say that they love you. Someone will either enjoy you in your entirety or they can fucking choke. Yeah. Mm. So besides the fact of soulmates, <laughs> of something, of something that you'll find your person, Trisha, and you don't need a person. Also, you don't have to have a person to be whole. You're already whole. Okay. So whether or not you ever find who somebody else, or if you stay just you and your kids forever, that's valid and that's real, and you're already whole. Be your own damn soulmate. It'll either happen when it's meant to happen, or it won't. And either way, you'll be okay. Because you've already lived 100% of your worst days. You're doing great, honey. Um, but on the topic of things that I used to believe in relationships that I don't believe in anymore. Is that human beings are monogamous. I used to believe so hard. And not just monogamy, but the one. Like the amazing encompassing one. Mm -hmm. Right? Like the, like the soulmate. But also that there is only that one person. Right. And... I don't believe that in any in any capacity either. Like I don't believe that because it's like say that Charles passed away. 
-hmm. Nobody would feel bad at me if three years later I started dating someone else. Nobody no, would get mad at me. Not at that. all. And not if I all. love that man or that woman or that whoever they are with mm -hmm. my whole heart, no one's going to say I didn't love Charles. Nope. No one, so no that, one will bat an eye. So that right there dissolves the whole you have one soulmate theory. Because nobody would sit there and speak down on me in that situation. Nope. So I don't believe in monogamy. I actually think it's a, I think it's a social construct. I think it's bullshit. And I think it's ridiculous that the only time that we frown upon um, loving more than one person is if it's more than one romantic partner at the same time. I don't get why, that. It doesn't make sense to me. Why do you think that is? Like, why do you think? Why do you think uh, that's frowned upon? Social construct. Literally construct. Hmm. Norms. Social norms. Because, I mean, and a lot of other, you know, um, religions or uh, cultures, if you look back through all kinds of different stuff, they practiced and believed in polyamory to some extent. Mm -hmm. So I think that when, you know, the Christians and that specific set of Christians, and you know what I'm talking about, like took over and rewrote everything that they made it one man, one woman even over cultures and religions that didn't practice that. Because, I mean, there are a lot of cultures that don't do that. Um, so, I don't know. I think it's just a norm. But it's also not a norm because we put cheating and infidelity in, like, every dramatic thing ever. Like, people crave that shit. But as soon as it's healthy, people don't want to hear it. <laughs> They're okay with you cheating on your wife because you're broken and oh my god, like my heart's just torn two ways. I love them both. Everyone's gonna go, oh poor Julius. We gotta tune in next week to see what happens. But as soon as you're like healthily dating two people, like ew, that's weird. Yeah. But it's healthy and they know about each other. Why are you mad? That's not good. You shouldn't be doing that. Oh, but you were okay whenever I was just boning someone. Okay. Ah, that's so true, though. People are fine if you're just, like, hoeing around. But they're not okay if you are consensually in a relationship with multiple people. Right. <laughs> that's true. That's very Bull true. Calm bullshit. That's why I don't do it. Next. What's your question? Wow, those breadsticks were so good. That I know. Fond, that fondue was mm, 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 mm. It was delicious. Amazing. Was so delicious. That salad dressing was fire. There, oh, uh, I was just going to say one one thing before you mentioned the uh, monogamy. Um, I was going to say, I um, like with the whole finding your person part, I also know that like chemistry is also a thing too. So obviously going back to the whole don't settle either like don't completely settle either like you may find someone who's like really like you're comfortable with them but if you're not like not attracted to that person at, at all or like at all like you're just oh my god i can't stand the sight of him but he would make a good father like that might not be your person either <laughs> I, wouldn't I wouldn't recommend that maybe we don't do that yeah don't <laughs> i wouldn't do that either like yeah Anyways, waiter, oh, I'm so sorry. So sorry. We will reflect it in the tip uh, as long as uh, you keep being nice with us. No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, yes, waiter, we will take uh, we will take the orders. I will have the 
You know what? I'm going to try the duck because I don't think I've ever had duck. So I'm going to try that, and I'm going to look fancy in front of the lady, even though I'm not. I'm a cryptid, but that's fine. I would be totally fine just having a cheeseburger. But I'm not going to order a cheeseburger from this establishment tonight. <laughs> I will have fries with my duck. No, I'm playing. But um, <laughs> They're potato wedges, you uncultured swine. <laughs> Do you want the usual, sir, with your duck? Uh, yes, the tater tots, sir. You don't have to say it like that. <laughs> God, Lucius. <laughs> Jeez, the golden tater tots. <laughs> with ketchup, with shaped, ke like, a, with, with shaped ketchup. like a smiley face. <laughs> you know how I like my ketchup. <laughs> and uh, and I'll have the shrimp alfredo with extra alfredo sauce, please. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mm -hmm. right. Also the also those Brussels sprouts, they fire yo. Thanks, son. See you in a minute. Thank you. He's just Thank like, oh you. my god, they've been here for two hours. <laughs> He's just up with a fucking entree in. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the kitchen on the pause. He's like, oh my god! These yo, 45 has been sitting here for two hours. <laughs> just putting their fucking entrees. Yo, right. yo, yo, Tammy, he said he wants the duck. We're 86, duck? <laughs> we 45 fucking minutes ago. Right. Oh my, oh my god, let me just... Hey, hey guys, I'm so sorry. Um, the kitchen just informed me that we actually don't have any duck. Uh, may I recommend that you would do the? We do have quail. Would you like the quail instead, perhaps? You know what? On second thought, I'll uh, take the bacon cheeseburger. Absolutely, sir. Would you like that medium or medium well? I'll uh, do. Um, I'll do medium and um, skip the tater tots today, good sir. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Fucking didn't tell me they didn't have fucking duck on 45 fucking minutes. Look at bullshit. I'm leaving this place. I need a smoke break. The burger's $9.99. The duck was $45. This is my tip. Fuck. They're already camping there. The, for gratuities two hours. the gratuities included in the check at this establishment. I can't. Anyway. Okay, your question. What do you like about dating? I like the opportunity to get to meet new people and possibly find someone who might be in my life forever, either as a friend or as a partner. I think it's really cool just to hang out with people. You never know. Yep. What about you? I agree. You like, you don't know. It's almost like you don't know what you're missing until you find it in a weird kind of way, sort of, whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. It's it's like like for example, I literally can't imagine what life would be like like without you now. Likewise, I was just thinking that I was like, I, I literally don't like I'm like wow, there was a time before Chris. BC. That was what. <laughs> <laughs> right. In <laughs> twenty fourteen BC. <laughs> before Chris. Sounds like sounds like a one season sitcom that's gonna get canceled. I can't do um, yours. In twenty fourteen, BJ. Mm. <laughs> we'll go with Q. Ah, BQ. BQ. <laughs> Meet me at the BQ. <laughs> yeah, no, I literally I can't. 
I can't imagine now. So like, guys, like, we talk every day. Yeah. Like, e even if it's like, hey, hope you had a good day. Love you, bestie. Bye. Like, we say something to each other every single day. If yeah. we have, like, a couple of days when we're not talking, I'm like, this is gross. Like, my life is missing something. This is weird. I don't like it. It's really, really. Yeah. It's, it's kind crazy. Because we've only yeah. known each other for, like, what? Not even a year? Not even a year yet. Because, like, it, it'll be a year in January or, like, December. Like, it was way later because You're we right. thought we were going to get Shadows Wake published in January for my birthday. It got pushed back. Mm -hmm. So we had to start talking in, like, November, December. Yeah. that's It's not even been a year yet. That's crazy. Imagine my life without this man. Like, he's my best friend. That's crazy. Well, you're you're in my life now, so like you ain't going nowhere. So I mean, and it feels like I've known you my whole life. I know that's the crazy thing. Like whenever we met in person, we had a six second awkward period, yeah. and then it was like, like like grown up together. Like I was actually there when his children were born. Like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's I know, how right? it felt. I, I'd be like, I, yeah, I'd be like, yeah. Do you remember when like Russell was born? Like, yeah, it was crazy. But wait. You weren't. Wait, you were no, you there. had to have been there. Right. But who was that person? That was you, right? Like, how, no, that wasn't how, me. Like, <laughs> how were you not there when I almost killed myself for my divorce? How, how were you not how, there for that? You were there. Right. Like, you had to be there. It's yeah. so, it's so weird. It's bizarre. But also, Micah, likewise, like, every day I get onto the forum and refresh it to see if you've messaged me or answered me. Like, I really legitimately cannot imagine. Would you just shut up? Like, oh my God. I'm trying to be ushy gushy here. I, I literally could not imagine my life without you. Like, you're a staple in my life. You were my baby sister, you're one of my best friends. Like, I can't imagine not having you in my life. Yeah, that cannot. And so, and so thinking about that, I'm just like, what else is like out there? You know what I mean? It's like, it's and we're like, just friends. Like what else right. romantically exists out there for me? Right. Exactly. Like what else is out there that you don't even know? It's adventure time, people. Because like, if, you, if you can be like this close and this intimate and this like platonically like in love with someone as a friend, could you imagine what is out there for you romantically and what that would do for your soul? Mm. Like I literally could not imagine not having Luca at this point in my life. I just can't. And it's crazy because I've known him for like maybe two years, maybe a year. I don't know. And we've only been dating for a few months, a couple months. And I'm sitting here telling you that I don't know. Like we hardly even talk too because like he's very busy and i'm very busy and we only talk right. over message so we might hit each other in a flyby for days right like in a hi love you honey hope you had a good day hope you had a good day babe talk to you tomorrow and that's literally it but like as soon as we have a time where we get to talk like on the phone or we get to like text to have a good lengthy conversation i'm like how could i not have this wonderful person in my life yeah. and it, it's it's so weird because I didn't know that I needed the enrichment of having Luca in my life until we started dating or until we started being friends. And then I, like, I always talk to Kat. I talk to Kat almost every day. I talk to Luca almost every day. 
Like I cannot imagine not having these two in my life and they're not even physically with me. Like, like Luca lives in Missouri and Rin cat lives in California. She's who I'm going to see in October. And these are my friends who have enriched my life. Well, up until recently, Luca was my friend that haven't, that have enriched my life this much. Like you don't know what you're missing by limiting yourself to my homemates in my small town. He's probably not, sweetie. To be honest, he's probably not. I got very lucky with Charles. Extremely lucky. But I am telling you that I do not have good enough luck for him to be my soulmate. The one. The one and only. There's no way. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Was that your question? Oh, geez. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. Yep. And you answered it as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me see yeah. here. Yeah. It's like, you don't know what you're missing. Can you describe what your first heartbreak was like? I, I think I've said it on this podcast before, so I'll, I'll do it really quick. Um, it, but uh, there was this, like, there was this girl in high school. She was two year two. I was. What was that? She was a senior. I was a sophomore. Or a freshman, I don't remember. Anyway, she was older than me. She was a senior. I know that for a fact. She was really smart and pretty, and like she was like very sophisticated, and blah blah blah. It, it was like she walked out of like Downton Abbey or something, and like, and so we were going out, and she was great, and she was awesome, and but she was going to college, and I was still in high school, and so we, she she dumped me. I say dumped, but she was very pleasant about it. And basically, like, you know, she just moved into a different stage of her life. I understood. But I was so heartbroken because I was like, she's such a cool person. And I would have, there was nothing, like, bad about her. I probably could have easily married her based on what was going on. But that was my, that was, that was a heartbreak. I was beating up about me for, for a while. I do the heartbreaking. God damn it. No, I'm playing. <laughs> my first like major heartbreak and because i've i've been kind of out as poly for a long time but didn't really know there was a word for that mm-hmm. in high school which was my longest relationship before my husband i started dating my first serious boyfriend whenever i was in middle school and we dated until i went to college so almost seven years which is stupid because he was awful but I literally wasted seven years of my life and like crucial time periods, like seventh grade through freshman year of college. That's a lot of like developmental stuff happening up here, you know? Right. Anyway, I, I'm digressing. Um, but in the middle of that, I started dating my girlfriend. Uh, I'm not going to say her name, but I started dating her and I loved her very much. And I've talked about her before. Like I wanted to get married. Um, I was sending her the money from uh, my grill when I was in the army so that she could get her car fixed so she could save up so we could come down here. We're gonna, you know, it was gonna be great. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, I was answering your question in the chat. Like partially he was there for a minute, but he also, he wasn't that involved. Um, and she, 
Uh, I sent her all this money, got her a ring. Like, even though I was dating my boyfriend at the time, like, she knew she was it for me. Like, I loved them both, but I loved her more. And she knew that. And then she started, like, cheating on me. <laughs> and, like, not talking about me to people. We had been dating for, like, two years and we're engaged. It had a plan for her to move down and, like, get married. And we were going to have a house. It was going to be great. We sent up all this money. And then she was introducing me to people as her friend. Like, not even, like, mm. my best friend or my good friend. Right. It was, this is my friend, Chris. And I was like, your friend. <laughs> you're, you're wearing a necklace that has Love You Mean It on it that I wrote in my hand and had engraved and then sent to you, which was literally so much money for my not actual job having ass. For my military job, working one day, working a weekend, a month, having ass. Like, all of that money in my poor little shitty house went to her. And I was like, I don't understand why, what's the issue here? I was like, how are we going to get married? How are we going to have a house and live together if you won't even claim me? Like, I know that you're scared, but there has to be some give here. But there has to be something. Like, what are you going to tell people? What, what were roommates? Like, what are you going to tell people whenever you leave college, quit your job, drive down here, move in with me? Like, are you going to pretend that we're not married when it becomes legal? Because even then, it wasn't legal to get married to someone of the same gender as you, which is crazy to think about. Mm. But, like, we were going to stay engaged forever long, wait till it got legalized, get married. What are you going to tell people? What, I'm your best friend? That I'm just your friend? That we're roommates? Is that what you're going to tell people? Like, and then you're going to come home at night and lay with me and let me kiss you and let me fuck you and let me cook you dinner and let me do all the things that a good little wife does for you just to treat me like shit. Is that what we're going to do? And finally, the final straw was she called me one night from someone else's bed and she was drunk and she was really, really unhappy and she was scared. And I talked to her the entire way home. And when she got home, I was like, we need to talk tomorrow. And please note that I don't like alcohol. I don't like drinking. I don't like people who drink. If you have to drink to have a personality, I have an issue with that. Right. And the only reason that people liked her when she got drunk is because she was slutty and fun and loud. And that wasn't who she was as a person. Um, and then the next day she called me drunk as fuck. And I was like, I need you to be sober for this conversation, please. Like, this is really irritating me that you don't care that I don't like alcohol. You're disrespecting me. You don't care. Right. And it wasn't like she was an alcoholic beforehand. I told her to stop. Like, she knew while we were friends that I really, really hated alcohol. And then she started drinking more in college because of all the stress of everything, which I didn't like. Mm -hmm. And then finally she called me one day, like a week later, and I was like, yeah, I'm not happy. But I'm really hurt by your actions. And I feel like you don't care. And she was like, I do care. And I was like, do you love me? And she was like, I do. And I was like, prove it. And she was like, I don't know what you mean. I was like, prove it. Come here. Do it now. Like transfer colleges like you said you were going to. Do it now. Uh, come visit me. You have, a, you have a break next week. Come visit me. I don't know. Tell people where you got that necklace from. Don't take it off. Like, wear it all the time. Right. Wear 
ring I got you all the time. Like, be proud of me. And she was like, uh, I just, I'm not ready for that. And I was like, I'm not ready. I was, I'm not ready for this. Right. If you're not going to like, do all that. And she was like, what? I was like, if I've given and given and met you in the middle so much. I've been so patient. I've been so gentle. I've been so understanding. But this is it. Like, you, you've been cheating on me without me. She's like, well, I've been drunk. I wouldn't even know what I was doing. You've been drinking. Knowing that, that's the, that you do this when you drink. Like, you know that it fucks you up. And you keep doing it despite the fact that you know that I hate it. Like, I have stopped everything that ever made you uncomfortable. Because I'm trying to make me a safe place for you. And you won't do that for me. And she was like, what do you say? I'm saying that we're done. And then we didn't talk for like a year and a half. And then she called me and told me one day that she had started therapy. And that she realized that she had treated me poorly and asked if we could try to reconnect and be friends. And I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> like, I loved you. Like, I loved her as much as I could have loved anyone ever in my life. Um, it was, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Uh, and we've kind of, we're on good terms. We're friends, but we'll never be anything more than surface level. I think again, mm. and that's just kind of the way it is. I care about her. I love her still. I hope she finds a good life, but it's not going to be with me. I can't be a part of it. I can't. And even though I broke up with her, like that was the worst heartbreak I've ever had. Apart from my ex-husband, obviously. But, yeah. That's heavy. Uh, <laughs> the waiter's standing there. He's just like, should I come back? <laughs> should I come back? Her, uh, you guys, the shrimp Alfredo was delicious, sir. You didn't touch your tots, <laughs> <laughs> they were uh, cold. <laughs> I know, heat warm them for me, please. Oh my god, he's like, <laughs> Daddy, chill. <laughs> um, <laughs> what fact about you would surprise me the most? I have DRD. Oh, if right. you didn't assuming know, assuming if I didn't know you, right? Um, but assuming that you do know that I have DRD, that didn't that, that didn't produce a shock factor because you knew that. Um, I'm trying to think of something that I haven't told you. I'm his, I'm Hispanic. Fuck off, my God! <laughs> I just said that I couldn't imagine my life without you and you're over here white-shaming me. I'm sorry, we can't all be dark-skinned, Micah. <laughs> she said, we, can't all, we can't all look our race, young lady. Can you, can you imagine how wild that would be? It was like, what? what is something that would surprise me about you? And you're like, I'm Hispanic. And I'm like... Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, it makes sense now. We did the reservation under last name Garcia. <gasps> I thought I thought that was your stepdad or something. Oh! 
No. Anyways. Okay, I I think I might have something that you maybe don't know. Okay. Go for it. Mm, I'm really trying to think. What? If I have if I've told you this or not. What? Go for it. I'll let you know if you told me. Um, despite the appearance, I have really, really bad teeth. Um, I was anorexic and bulimic for a long time, and the mm -hmm. bulimia uh, ate away at my enamel on my teeth, and I don't have backs to any of these teeth. Oh. And then my front teeth have backs. And I and I still have my wisdom teeth, mm -hmm. and my back molars are half missing because of the enamel wear down. That's mm -hmm. probably the reason that I have dreams about my teeth falling out all the time. I'm very I'm very horrified of losing my teeth. I have a really big fear about my teeth in my mouth. Oh, do you have the dreams like I do? Of my like teeth like falling out, or someone pulling my teeth out of my mouth? Yeah. Yeah. I get yeah, I have I have a reoccurring nightmare about a demonic tooth fairy and he has me strapped down to a table and he literally like clips my teeth out of my mouth. Oh. So that's probably something that you wouldn't know about me from looking at me. Because I, I had to pull something out like something really deep out because I think I've told you everything else. So I want I wanted something that I hadn't told you yet. But, but on a date, I definitely... I have DID, I have Tourette's. Those are my two things I would they're tell like, you. They're like, we're done! No. I'm just <laughs> I mean, like, it's over! No, no. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> no, no. Honestly, what's DID? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. I, okay. Still love you. I, I told you that? Did you know that? No, you didn't tell me that. Okay, yeah. My teeth are fucked Jeez. up. Jeez. See, now you raise the bar because I'm like, what is something I haven't told you? Uh, wow. Hey, but but in, in sake of the date, do what I did. Give me something that I already know that I wouldn't know if I just met you, but also try to give me a secret. Okay. So the, the if you didn't know me, we just met. Um, I was raised in a cult. Bam. So there you go. That's a good conversation piece. And then <laughs> I'd be like, wait, what? What do you mean? Um, and so a secret, a secret. I'm a so, furry. Did you know I'm a furry? Does that help? I mean, you said it before we okay. did the podcast, so I I assumed. Okay. <laughs> um something about me, a secret that you don't know. Secret. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I know you. It's know, hard, I, right? I, right. I'm like. I mean, I'm pretty open with you. Like, you know things that a lot of people don't about me. Um, have you had your tonsils removed? Do you still have your tonsils? Yes, I had my wisdom teeth removed. Okay. Awesome. Do you still have your? Do you still have your appendix? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I still have that. 
Um, I, I just like for a secret, it's almost like I want to give something juicy, but it's like I don't even know. The only thing I can think of that I haven't really told you about is my teeth. Is that I'm really, really like I'm gonna have to have my teeth removed, but they are really, really bad. Somebody personally, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to have dentures. Like my teeth are fucked up. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I want to say something awkward, but like I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. Do you shave your chest hair? No. You shave your arms? No. Oh, I do shave down there though. Really? Yeah. Why? That's a waste of time. I don't know. Not a lot, but just okay. Clean it up. Okay. And so it's not like fair enough. All right, so there you go. There's <laughs> man, I'm fat, and it's really hard for. I used to sit over a mirror, and that's how I would be able. I because I have to like move my tits and then move my stomach, and then I don't have any hands for that, and then I have, and then I don't have any way to shave. So I just I either blind eye it and just kind of go, or mm. and then I miss spots. And Charles is like, that looks funny. Or I, or I just stand over a mirror. Or I just don't do it. I just don't have time for that. Mm. Also, That's, once you're close, once you're close enough to see it, you don't really care. You just you're preoccupied. <laughs> well, not to not to get weird, but like it's like down there. It's almost like it's like you know, like my hair does this bushiness. Of course, yeah. It does the same thing down there. And I so mean, it's like same, same. So same. I, I trim it. <laughs> So I, I just trim it down a little bit, you know. The, cur the curtains match the drapes, homie. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah. So there's that. Um, <laughs> the waiter backs away as he hears that. Um, <laughs> he's like, he's like, I don't think it's time to ask them for dessert yet. I don't think it's time. I think they're thinking about dessert themselves. It's fine. Yeah. Well, oh, finally, I'm back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> um was that your question wait what was the question oh no i asked it what fact would you you would surprise me the most yeah okay, okay. that was my question so now it's your turn <laughs> micah said this waiter has learned way too much about both of you <laughs> chris about to ask about but like come on come on home with the three of us or two of us. How old were you when you lost your virginity? Ooh. I was I was older. I was like 20 2, 3? I don't Hold on. Yeah, I was like 23. Respect. Mad respect. I wish. I wish hard. Hey, it is mainly because I was in the I was in the church, so like the super church. So um not that I didn't have opportunities. I right. remember this one girl, like it would have happened. Right. It, but I was so scared that God was gonna strike me down. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I guess if we're being technically uh, technical, I was super young, so like six. 
but like willingly like my own choice actually no because i was i was peer pressured into having sex with my high school boyfriend i think i was 15. um and then like willingly i wanted to have sex i was about it um it's when i was 19. When I went to college. And then, or 18 or 19. Because. Yeah, if it wasn't. There's a lot of weird, like, peer pressure things in the middle here. Right. There's, al there's also a lot of, like, things where my alters had sex with people, but I didn't and didn't know about it. I would so, say, yeah. So, honestly, I really think. 17 18 19 i can't give you an exact age but i mean older part of my teens almost 20. yeah and then i joined escort service and <laughs> made up for and then made up for all that for all that okay what do you wish you could tell your 18 year old self don't get married mm. And, and not like don't get married, period. Just don't get married right now. Right. Like, don't marry him. It's not right. Um, that and, like, don't give up. Like, the, the, the ending of the series is not, is not what you expected. But it's what you deserve. Like, it's going to suck. It's going to hurt. But keep going. Because, like, where I am right now surpasses everything I ever thought. Like, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Y'all, I didn't think I'd be here this long. I really thought that my life was going to suck so bad that I was just going to be done. I was going to bite it, and I was going to end it, you know, before I ever turned 25. But like, the idea of the fact that I'm almost 30 is, like, inconceivable to me. Because I didn't think I'd be here this long. Someone was going to kill me. Someone was going to bully me. Someone was going to hurt me. Something bad was going to happen to me. Like, I was either going to die or I was going to pick myself out. And I wasn't going to be here this long. So, at this point, I'm in season 26, going into season 27. And I'm telling you, this really ain't that bad. Like, I have my own house. have my own car. I have two boyfriends that love me a lot. I have a slew of amazing best friends. I got my book published. Like, okay. It's not bad. Not bad. Could be better. But not as bad Not as bad as it was at all. Sure. And it's getting better all the time. So, like, I would just tell myself that it's worth it. You have to keep going. Hmm. I like that. I like that. What about you? Oh, right. I have to answer that. <laughs> uh, right. I have to answer the question, too. Um, I would tell my 18-year-old self to have more adventures, more experiences, more fun. Um, like stop living for others 
stop trying to be perfect for others and like be content with who you are even if other people don't like it i agree Agree. i'm still trying to learn some of that <laughs> it takes time it does um your turn okay so so we've ordered dessert and we're waiting for that to come we're, we're, we're gonna get some pumpkin cheesecakes and it'd be delicious oh of course oh fucking fire own heart pumpkin cheesecake <laughs> let's see here have you ever been cheated on and have you ever cheated on someone Ooh. Getting some rough stuff. Um, let's see. All right. The first one was, have I ever been cheated on? Mm -hmm. Which they done, but be cheating on my bestie. I'll come fight them. I don't think so. There was, there was this one girl that she kind of lied a lot. I found out she might've cheated on me, but at that point I wouldn't have cared. So. <laughs> And then have I ever cheated? No, because I am loyal, like almost to a fault. Now, if you want to say, well, okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go down the rabbit hole. Because I've heard of people saying that cheating is different for different people. Like they have the hard lines where they're like, oh, did you make out with someone did you have sex with someone did you those are hard lines like pretty much unanimous whatever and then they're like did you hang out with someone of the opposite sex that's cheating did you did you text them and i don't know about your conversation that's cheating uh stuff like that okay if we're gonna count that then yes but i i don't see that as cheating at all so I see that as like having friends. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Having meaningful relationships meaningful relationships with people that aren't your partner. Oh God. Ooh. No, but it's crazy because I met so many people that were like, once you're married, like you can't really have friends. You can't really and it's definitely not the opposite sex for friends. And you can't hang out with them. You can't do this and that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that sounds controlling. That sounds like the fucking ball and chain. We can get fucked over that, buddy. Seriously. No, but seriously, that's what it is. And so, like, it's like, no, nah, man. No. So. Charles. Man, Charles. Oh, no. Chris froze. <gasps> no. She is gone because she didn't want to answer the question. No, I'm playing. Help! Help! Hi. You're back. Hi! Help! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> uh, Charles and I have, you know, a very. People are like, oh my God, y'all are Polly. Like, you can't cheat. <laughs> yes, yes, you can. And honestly, cheating in a Polly relationship is even more offensive. Because all you had to do was ask. Like, all you had to do was tell me. I'm probably going to say yes. Mm -hmm. But like, um, Charles and I have a, have a rule of if either of us 
get into a situation where we feel like the way that we are acting would be considered offensive to our partner, we check in with them. And then we go from there. And also, um, you know, like, there are certain lines. Um, like, if I tell Charles, hey, me and Trisha are going on a date. I'm going to take her out. I really want to. Um, is there anything that you're not comfortable with? You'd be like, I don't know if I'm okay with you having sex with her just right now because it's so new. Just mm -hmm. let me know. Tell me how you're feeling. Fill it out. I'd be like, okay. So say that everything goes really well at the coffee shop. Dinner's fantastic. We go yeah. to see we go to see a movie. We have a blast. And Trisha's like, when you come back to my place, you know, my I don't know my mom or my dad has the kids for the weekend. I'll be like, Yeah, sure, let's go watch a movie. We go hang out, we're snuggling, we start getting a little mm-hmm. I might be like, Hey, give me a second. I would text Charles or call him and be like, Hey, kind of feeling a spark. Are you okay with that? And then I would have to have his consent to move forward and or not and if i violated that and i was like oh i'll just fuck her and i won't tell him that's cheating like <laughs> even though he, even though he knew i was going on a date he mm -hmm. set me a clear boundary and asked for me to respect that if i don't do that i am wrong mm -hmm. i am wrong period um but likewise for him uh, I really, it, like, neither Charles or I have a lot of rules or a lot of settings. We're just very honest with each other. He'll be like, hey, I'm talking to this girl. You know, we're really good friends. And then, like, a week later, he'll be like, hey, I'm kind of catching feelings. Um, I'll be like, be careful. Because every time that he's caught feelings for a girl that he's talked to lately, it hasn't worked out well. And I just don't want him to get hurt. I'm not even, like, jealous or, like, oh, my God, like, what? N no. I'm just like, Please, I don't want you to get hurt again. Which is what he said whenever I started talking to Luca. I was like, are you okay if I'm really, really catching feelings for Luca? And I really think that I want to see where this goes. He was like, okay, I support that. I, I like Luca. Like, you've always talked really highly of him. But please be careful. And I'm like, okay, I see your point. Um... So that instantly kind of makes cheating a lot more difficult because there's not a lot of things we constitute as cheating. Mm. Like, I don't care if Charles watches porn. I watch porn. Uh, I don't care if Charles' heart reacts, likes other people's pictures, and is like, wow, you look beautiful. Okay. Like, she can look beautiful. It's not a competition. Also, sunsets are beautiful, but, like, so are Christmas lights. So, like... Like, I don't care if he tells me, if he tells me I'm pretty, I don't care what else he tells us, who else he tells us pretty. Because, hey, what if they need to hear that? What if they're his friends and they just want the compliment? And also, Christmas lights are pretty, but so are the mountains, so are the sunsets. Like, I don't, mm -hmm. there are more than one, there's more than one thing that can be beautiful in this world. And I don't get to control what he thinks is beautiful. I think that's, I think that's dumb. I don't like that. Um... So, like, liking, harding pictures, making comments, I don't care. Now, him, like, liking a girl's photo or even commenting and saying, wow, you're pretty, versus being like, hey, I want to fuck you. I'd be like, hey, like, who is this and why do you want to fuck her? <laughs> but that's, you see what I'm saying? And there's a line. And, like, we're yeah. both very good at communicating our lines. Um, I mean, likewise, 
he knows that I send nudes to my friends. He really doesn't care. But if I, <laughs> but if I sent a nude, but if I sent a nude to like a guy that he didn't know, he'd be like, question mark? <laughs> Wait, what? Why did you do that? Right. But right. he like literally, I don't know. Ren has seen every part of my body without clothes on, and he doesn't give a fuck. But those are our boundaries. So it's super awesome, though, because it means that we both have more freedom without hurting our partner. Without hurting our partner is the thing. Um, I have been cheated on more times than I can count. Almost every relationship that I have been in, I've been cheated on. Either emotionally, verbally, or just physically. Like, you just fucked somebody else. I have cheated on people. And, you know, I'm not proud of it i'm i'm not i was young and stupid and hurt and spiteful and that that doesn't validate any of it it doesn't make any of it okay two wrongs don't make a right mm-hmm. but i i did do it um i cheated on my ex-boyfriend from high school every chance i got because he did it to me and also i was poly and didn't know that so i was like emotional attachment he <laughs> i love you you yeah. know yeah. Um, so, but I stopped doing that whenever I got with my ex, with my girlfriend that I was dating at the same time. So as soon as I got with her and we were serious, that shit was done. It was her and it was him and that was it. And, um, so yeah, I think both suck. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I am going to actually take Trish on a coffee date at some point. Oh, shoot. I am, yeah. As friends, but we'll see. <laughs> you never know. Never know. Never know. Around fall in love, baby. Right. <laughs> Playing. Playing. Oh man. Um. It's your turn. Is it man, my turn? That, that pumpkin cheesecake's taking fucking forever. I, I know they're not. What, what, what are What are they doing? Growing the pumpkin? Am I right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're churning they're, they're creating the cheese waiting Micah, for it to age Micah you're a minor and you're my sister I know I'm from Kentucky but I have morals chill <laughs> um, what do you find most attractive in a potential partner humor humor can you make me laugh Right. Because if we're gonna spend the rest of forever together, like I need I need you to make me laugh. And I'm funny. I want you to be able to laugh with me and at me and you know, I want us to have a good time. Hmm. For me, I would say freedom to be myself as much as possible. I agree. Um, and my girl, uh, but but it, but it would go likewise as well, though. Mm-hmm. But I guess I guess two free people, two independent free people. So if they're a person that's very like by the book and super strict, then it's kind of like I don't think this is gonna work. Trisha says she has a question. Oh, when she's not driving, about polyverse monogamy 
I guess we will get to that when Trisha is ready. Let me see what else I got here. While the pumpkin cheesecakes come out, it is delicious. <laughs> it is super, super rich, but it is fire. They make the whipped cream themselves, you can tell. <laughs> Back there just whipping. Just mm -hmm. whipping. Whipping. Just whipping. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Whipping. What is a personality trait that always takes you off and will immediately turn you off of a potential partner? Oh, immediately? Um. Ooh. Ooh, it's hard to... Okay. Well, definitely if it was, like, poor hygiene. Like, really poor hygiene. And I, and I don't... And I mean, like... I'm assuming we're on a date. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm assuming we're on a date, mm -hmm. not like, not like, like, oh, we're like friends. Will they? Won't they? I know you're having a hard time. We just happen to. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm assuming we're on like a date date or whatever. Like, I don't know this person, and they're like, they smell really bad or something. <laughs> that would immediately turn me off. Um, as far as physical, Micah said it's the slave room flavor. <laughs> slave. Well, notice earlier I didn't say that would necessarily you didn't. be a deal breaker. You're gonna so. walk into the bedroom after this and have a collar on and a bag of cotton and be like, "Honey, we're doing something different tonight." It's <laughs> it's funny because Julius's wife is white. Yeah, no, in all seriousness, no. There's no way I would do slave role play. For the record, but not, <laughs> Chris is not, like. It's a, it's a, not unless there was money involved. Oh, bro! I've much? done I've done how questionable much? things for money. How much money? I have done like like questioning my integrity for money. How much money are we talking? Okay, but listen, just to give you a perspective, I had a I had a client when I was the escort. Okay. That that was really into puppy play. Do you know what that is? Like pretending you're a puppy or something. Yeah. Like, or and okay. the first time I thought he was joking. And then I realized he was not joking. This man had a dog house and a kennel and a leash and a collar and a dog bowl with his name on it. And I was like, I don't know. I think this is a bit much for me for being honest. And then he gave me a tip. He was a he was a really good boy, <laughs> but I'll be damned if I didn't pay for that semester of college. I mean, if the price is right, I'm willing to consider my. Price. I'm willing. I'm willing to compromise a lot of what I feel comfortable with. Yeah. For financial I security, I, I feel like <laughs> most. I feel like most people have a number. For what they're willing to do or not do. I, but I mean, there are some things obviously that are like, I don't yeah. care. Like, I'm, I'm not, not going to kill, kill someone. I'm not going to kill someone. Yeah, I'm not going to kill someone. I'm not going to kill someone. Sexually assault someone. I'm not going like, to kidnap have, have someone. Have you seen that game? It's like, have you seen that movie called Would You Rather, the horror movie? It's like, yeah. Sad. Like yeah. that. No. I'm no. not doing that. Hell I'm no. not. Like, would I be a vegetarian and eat a steak? Yeah. Would I stab someone? No! Right, I'm not stabbing no! someone. I'm not cutting open my eye with a razor blade. I'm not, no. No, nope. sorry. I'll give you $1 million or $10 no. million. I'm not doing that shit. No. I'm going home. 
Right. Goodbye, sir. I said good day. <laughs> the waiter's like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> these, pe these people. He came by to pre-bust some dishes off and heard this conversation. <laughs> He's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Trisha says, anyways, um, just pulled back into work. How does poly relationships work if you found a monogamous monogamous person and started seeing them and they knew you were poly but still willingly entered the relationship? Okay, so I actually have a little bit of experience with this one because I one of my last boyfriends was monogamous and knew that I was poly and started dating me anyway. And I warned him ahead of time, you know, that I'm poly and that I can't turn that off. And that I wouldn't, I would hope he wouldn't ask me to. We gave it a shot. And in the end, he couldn't handle me being Polly. And we broke up. Um, we're still friends. I still love the fuck out of him. Like, with my whole heart. <laughs> but he can't be with just me. And I, he can't be with me if I can't be with just him. And I'm not breaking up with Charles and Luca. That's not happening. Um... In general, I would recommend monogamous people not dating polyamorous people if they know they can't handle it. If you want to give it a shot to see if you can take it, then okay. But if you are instantly like uncomfortable with the idea of sharing in any capacity or are a really, really jealous person... I wouldn't recommend it because you're just going to hurt all parties and it's just not a good, it's not a good time. Do you think like typically when it comes to people that are strictly monogamous, it comes down to, mainly to like jealousy? I, th I think so. But I think a lot of that's conditioning. Like I've said before, if we weren't raised to believe that and believe it so strictly, I don't think it would be a big deal. Like, I don't think it would matter. Um, yeah, I, I just think it would matter. Like, yeah. I feel like because it is mon like monogamy rule, you know, I feel like that's the reason that people are so, and also, again, a lot of it's trauma. A lot of it's we are raised to sink our claws into people and not let go. But also, like, we are habitually taught that you can love one person, one person only, unless, and if it's otherwise, you're not enough. And that's not true. And I wish people understood that it's, that it's not true. Like, if Trisha and I are dating, and we have a great, great connection, but Trisha has a boyfriend that can, like, click with her in a way that I just can't, not taking anything away from us... Not saying that we're not a fucking amazing couple and that we don't have great chemistry and I make sure that I bring her flowers and I make sure that I go to her kids' soccer games whenever she can't. And I make sure that, you know, I we go on, we make sure we have a date night every week and we make sure that we watch only our show together. But we're binging like we have to watch House of the Dragon together every Sunday night. That's our thing. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that we are failing as a couple. It means that there is something that her boyfriend can give her that I just can't and I'm okay with that and I and I don't I wish people understood that they don't have to be everything 
for everyone. Like, I do not expect you to, like, click in all of these perfect little segmented pieces. Because, like Micah just said, people are too complex for it to be that black and white. Mm-hmm. Like, I really love the color blue, but I also love yellow. It doesn't make blue superior to yellow or make me love yellow any more than blue. I just love them both. They both do something different for me. And that's right. okay. And I wish that it was normalized for things to be okay like that. And again, falling back into a previous bit of conversation, nobody does that if your partner dies. Or like if you or if you get a divorce. Like, sure. if, if you and I got married and got a divorce, and then mm-hmm. I get someone like Charles, who is very different than you, nobody would be like, oh, well, clearly you didn't love Julius enough, or clearly you didn't love Charles the same you know, enough. Even though you're very different people, you clearly did something different for me. And, right. that's, and that's okay. But if it was at the same time, it would be this big, huge, like, explosion. And I just don't understand that. Like, Luca and Charles are both Libras, and they're both very similar, which is weird. I apparently have a type, I guess. But, like, I didn't I didn't do that on purpose. But they're also both really different in a lot of other ways. And I think that, that should be fine. I feel like jealousy is, is also... What is this thing where people love jealousy? Like, oh, I, I love me a jealous bitch. Why? why? And why do you love crazy people? Like, why do you want your girlfriend to take an axe to your computer if you message your pretty cousin that's prettier than her to say hello, congrats on getting married? Like, why do you, why do we fetishize that? Why do we, why do we find that admirable? Like, there is nothing admirable about being a possession. Right. I don't understand. Unless that's your kink. If that's your kink, okay. But some people literally think that that's like the way they need to live their lives. It's disgusting. Dropping that knowledge. Not kink shaming. If that's your kink, that's fine. But like, if you just chase after crazy bitches because you want them to possess you because that's how you feel loved, you need help. You have like something psychologically wrong. You need help. You are not a possession. You are a person with heart and and veins and blood and needs that are impossible to be met by one person. Agreed. Agreed. Um, is it your question? We were eating pumpkin cheesecake. He was going to come clean it up, but then he heard kink, the word kink, and he was like... But then you heard the word kink. At least, bro, 45 is on some shit again, man. <laughs> It's He's like, I got, I got other tables. <laughs> I got other tables. People be fucking wilding, like, oh my god. Um, I think, I think that was what. What did you ask before I answered Trisha's question? Um, I was asking about. Uh... Oh wait, yeah, it was your question. So it's my question. Because you asked about uh, what, like, per, like what you look for in a partner type situation. Something like that, yeah. Um. But no, I had asked something. It was like what immediately turns you off about somebody. Like immediately you walk out, you. Oh right. right. Okay, so it's my turn. Yes, I'm now answered. Okay. Um. 
feel like uh, you've answered this before, but well, maybe not exactly. We don't have to. We can skip this one. I have more. I'm running out because some of these are stupid. <laughs> stupid. Um, what's something you've always wanted to try? There's like a can I have like a three thing like a three like a three answer thing? <laughs> sure. <laughs> the waiter turned around again. Like 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 food wise, I've really always wanted to try. Um, uh, I've never had duck actually, and it looks amazing. So either duck or quail, like the higher like those higher end poultry yeah. that you just get. Like duck or quail. I had lamb recently for the first time, but that wasn't in a gyro, and it was really good. That was yeah. super awesome. Or like, um, I don't know, like truffle or something crazy. That's like something, like, truffle. something that's like you know, eh, you know. Um, I've like going. I've always wanted to go. Uh, um, what is it like ziplining? Mm. I did a little bit of that in the army during training, so I would love to go like actual zip line, like through a cabin or something. That would be so cool, or like kayaking, like something out in nature that's just like, oh, you know, one of those really cool things. Um, <laughs> uh, my my last one is actually a sexual thing. I hope that's okay. Uh, why are you asking if that? I, I've, I don't listen, know. listen, in episode one. When we still were getting to know each other, you talked about putting your ashes in the dildos. I think You're it's right. okay, Chris. I You're think right. it's okay. You're right. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> um, I've always wanted to partake in an orgy that I wasn't paid for. <laughs> I just think it would be interesting, just to like, whatever you know, <laughs> like just to be like, <laughs> like Mike, because, Mike because is I, the waiter has quit. <laughs> He just got his reading lab. He didn't put his money like, in the office. He didn't put his money in the office or anything. No, I done. think no, I think that would be like really are we going to like a swingers party or something where you can just like loop yourself in and out? Because I did have an orgy that I was paid for. I wasn't paid enough any by the way. But like that it was really interesting because I had like multiple sexual partners that night and like I got to be in like parts of different stuff and that was really cool actually it was really neat but like I also knew I was getting paid for it so I was like this isn't quite like meh I don't know I was like it's a job you want to be appreciated for you yeah like right. or maybe maybe like even I don't know like a bunch of my friends just be like hey you want to fuck and I'm like yeah sure yeah, that sounds good. Let me, like, you know, like, can we can we turn the lights down? I'm fat, but like, you know, like I, I'll be down. That'd be that'd be something that I would want to do once in my life. Maybe like have a good time with a bunch of my friends, because then it's not going to be awkward. Nobody's catching feelings, and then like you know everybody's safe, right? So it's good. I mean, it might be a little awkward. But also, Maybe. it could be funny. Like I have had, well, sex. Yeah, it'd be I funny. have had sex with my friends. Like, not even for like a friend. Like, I've literally just had sex with my friends. Like, I had, I had a friend, and she was like, "Man, I'm in a dry spell right now." 
And I'm just like, that sucks, baby. And she was, and like, she was like, yeah, no, she's like, I haven't had sex in like a year. I'm like, that, I would fuck you right now. Do you I'm want sorry. to? And I was like, yeah, can yes. I like, I said, can I put, slide, so. I said, can I put some eyeliner on really quick? And she was like, sure. And no, like, it was actually kind of, it was like goofy and silly. But I didn't know she had a tramp stamp. I found out. She had to match it one on the front, which was what was weird. I was like, what's under your pubic hair? She was like, don't look at that. I was like, is that it? I said, do you have them? She was like, yeah, it matches my tramp stamp. I was like, you have the vagina tat? It matches your tramp stamp? You you never told me that. She was like, I don't like to talk about it. I died laughing for like 10 minutes straight. I could not stop laughing. And she was like, oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're both like completely naked like really like sweaty all of it you know i'm just like laughing at her mocking her she's mocking me like she like did this with my tits like she was a cat it was really fucking funny but also it was really good sex and then the next day we went to the mall and hung out and we're still friends and it was eh, I, fu- I fucked with my friends and it was fun it was great all right damn what was the question Oh, trying. What do Tracy you want to try? I was, like, I was like, what was the question? So I, I gave you a food. And that, it was I... a, a, a food that I want to try, an activity that I want to try, and something kind of like, you know, spicy I would try. Wow. Okay. <laughs> we just you? we just gained so many subscribers. <laughs> They're, like, <laughs> They're like, ooh. Oh man, mm. I feel bad what? for Trisha. Um, uh, yeah, something I want to try food-wise, uh, like the ramen in Japan. Like you know those big huge yes, yes, with like the egg and the pork and the yeah, scallions. Freaking, mm. I want to try that. Yes. Um. Uh, what did you do? You said a food, a thing. Oh, a thing. I'd really love to go to space, but I don't think it will ever happen. But you never know. But I'd want to go to space. <laughs> Even just a quick, quick trip. I'd want to go to space. Uh-huh. In and out. Quick, quick. And then something spicy? You don't have to give something spicy. I just did it. <laughs> I was like, something spicy. Um... Yeah, I want to try Studio Ghibli food. Well, I want I want all of the Studio Ghibli food. Mm-mm-mm. I know they be they be the animators be in there like. Oh my God. Are those the, are those those little rice cakes they make in Pokemon? Yeah. The oh. They be looking so good. Look so delicious. Yeah, spicy. I don't know. I don't, I don't have a desire to be in an orgy, so I don't know. But but I almost exclusively want to be with my friends. I feel like I'm not going to be judged that way. Like they they already know I'm fat, you know, so I don't have to worry about that. But like, <laughs> I, I don't know. They know I'm awkward and funny, so I can kind of bounce that out. You know, they're like, right. oh, Chris is making jokes, but that's just who she is. Like mm. you know, right, and right, right. I don't know, like. I think that sex is one of those things that doesn't have to be explicitly romantic, and I kind of hate that it. I hate that it is, and I hate that it isn't. Like, I hate that people are like, oh, you're in love, you're having sex, or like, if you're having sex with someone, they immediately assume that you're catching feelings and that you love them, which I feel like it should kind of be either or. 
Like, but also, why can't it be like an intimate thing that you do with a friend? Well, I know that seems really weird, but like, I don't. I also believe in no, cuddling. no, no. I, I also see believe you, I in friend cuddling from. too. Like, I, I love snuggling with my friends. Oh my gosh, I love napping with my friends. It's so sweet and cute. Yeah. I used to snuggle with friends. Yeah, it's cute as fuck. Yeah, because why not? Why not? But some people think it's cheating. It's like what? No, it's not. I danced with Julius at a club. True. I didn't like grind on him or anything, but I danced with him. Even if you had nothing, I, well, I wouldn't have cared. I mean, like, you know, for the sake. I wouldn't have cowed, but, you know, whatever. But, yeah, clubbing. I got to go clubbing again. That was fun. So uh, the server has come back and got our check and cried to the manager about the fact that we're still, <laughs> we're still here. Uh, we're closing. Uh, I'm sobbing. Okay. Yeah. Um, you need to, like, leave soon. Let's see. Um, what are your top five ultimate love songs? <laughs> what? Oh, that's... That's a tough one because, like... Damn, I gotta think. I gotta... All right. No one of them is you by Evanescence. Um Love songs. I don't want to be listening to love songs like that though. That's the problem. Some of them are just so good. Like mm, I I you, you want to hear my five? Yeah, go for it. When a man loves a woman with Michael Bolton. Oh, when I'm mad, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Oh, I'm like, like, it's so good. Yeah, I'll um, be listening to a lot of songs. Like I, I just, some of them just hit. I, I don't listen to them to like listen to Ishi Gushy love songs. I just listen to them because I like them. I like like okay. the way they're sung. Right. Um, Like Real People Do by Hosier. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I Got You Babe by Sunny and Cher. Oh my lord. <laughs> it's, it's so bouncy and so oh, cute yeah. and I love it so much. Mm -hmm. Um Say You Won't Let Go by James Arthur. Mm -hmm. And I'm so I'm so torn on this last one. I have like two that I want to say, so I'm just gonna, I'll just, I'll just go with the one that's like, that's that's like sitting there on the tip of my tongue. Um, lately, I've been super like into this song, which is really weird because I'm not a Beyonce fan, but I like, <laughs> but I like Halo. Okay. And I don't know if it's like the way that she sings it or what, but I think it's, I think it's a really pretty song. If I didn't include that one because it's a little wishy-washy for me, I'm not a big Beyonce fan. Um, probably. I probably gotta grab my phone and be like, "What have I been listening to?" Because 
Uh, fuck, what is that song called? Um, maybe Living on a Love Song by Jason Michael Carroll. It's a country song, and you know, I'm not a big country person, but Jason Michael Carroll has this really weird grit to his voice, and it's just really pretty. Like, it's a hmm. really pretty song. Despite the fact that it's got, like, the whole cowboy, I don't like that part. Of well, the song. Well, I'm a cowboy. Yeah, well, my track. Oh, my track. Or maybe Make You Feel My Love by Adele is really good, too. Yeah, like, I'll... I'll it's weird because like I'll have love songs, but it's hard to be like all oh, the like I like I don't know like I like um I just don't be listening to it like that. That's funny, man. I just like just like fucked off Ed Sheeran. He has perfect. He's got um. Oh, yeah, Ed Sheeran has some good stuff. I like uh -huh. uh, I like that new one um a newish one um with uh. What's her name? Ah, oh, the Hispanic girl. Caballo. What's her yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the one with Ed Sheeran. I like that one. Or there's this one. Um, Bam, 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 Bam. Oh my god, my brain's like doing the thingy. I think it's called. And there's this song. I don't know who sings it. I have to look it up. But it's called One of the Good Ones. It's a country song, but it's like it's really good too. Um, but if you guys haven't listened to like real people do, and that's by Hosier, I need you to listen to it. It's a very unconventional love song. It's very pretty. I like it a lot. I like Locked Out of Heaven. That's not really like a love song person. I wouldn't call that. That's oh, not a love song. Yeah. See, I, I I am learning because I'm I'm flying through my my song songs. I I don't be listening to love songs. I guess I just don't be listening to love songs like that. And it's crazy because I'm such a lover. Wow. Some of them some of them just slap. Some of them are just good. Wow, that's wild. Some of them are just good. Icky. I'm over here like, what is wrong with me? My whole life. My whole playlist flashing before my eyes. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. John. Ooh, yeah. Thomas reminded me. He said, "I don't listen to love songs either, unless it's in a different language." And I don't know Utada uh, Utada Hikaru, that simple and clean song from Kingdom Hearts. Oh, that's my shit. All right, there you go. There's a love song, kinda. Ooh, a so, thousand uh, years. That one. That one's by Christina Perry. Uh, Make you feel my love. That's Adele. Can't help fall in love with you. Elvis Presley. Yellow is that? That's by Coldplay. That's a good. That's a good one. Yeah. I can't fall in mm -hmm. love. Of course, you have your classic. I swear. By the moon Right. I know. I know. I know. Tearing up my heart when I'm with you. When we are apart, the feel is you. I'm your lady. <laughs> My endless love forever. I feel like we're doing like one of those late night uh, soundtracks. <laughs> Buy it now for only two 
It's easy payments in 1999. Conclude shipping, shipping and handling. Shipping? Shipping. Shipping and handling. So as we're wrapping Simple up our date. Right. Right. All right. So I'm, I am I ran out of like article questions. So, um, right. We're wrapping up the date and everything. I so have any that. more questions. So, I think I don't think any of these are that good. I okay. think I gave you the good ones. That's fine. All right. All right. I got I got an interesting one then. Just random. Okay. All right. So what <laughs> if if hypothetically, say say we were both single back in the day and we had met, mm-hmm. would we have crashed and burned? Would we have gotten married? Would we have dated for a while and crashed and burned? What do you think? I think we would definitely be married with kids. Mm-hmm. We get along so well on like so many of the fundamental levels, mm-hmm. and like you check my build, you check my building blocks. The building I, blocks. I like I, you put that. I really feel like yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? I feel the same way. I don't Maybe. think I don't think we would have crashed and burned. I think I think you would have been um you would have helped me realize a lot of things depending on when we met too would have been a Yeah, big the, the when is a huge factor. Well, that's a huge factor. Yeah. I don't think that in the church Julius and pre Chris Chris would have made it. I uh, think that we would have imploded with ourselves and just like hated each other like a supernova like we would with each other with like who we were that we would make each other miserable mm. yeah it's all about that one for sure but yeah but we got our waiter to quit so there, there's that he came back when you saw the hundred dollar tip true that's true i know all of a sudden he had nice things to say oh, hey i hope y'all make it you know, like it's like, like shut up. You were back in the kitchen. He was like, "Yo, forty-five, hundred dot. They can come back anytime. Good they want people. to be regulars. They're good people. They're good people. She likes orgies. I'm gonna go hang out with them. <laughs> Make that dream come true, baby. Blow the candle out. Ah, I'm making a wish. Yeah, that's too funny. That's too funny. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in for tonight's episode. I had fun. Does anybody uh, have any questions? Yes. So while we wrap up, if you have any questions, we will gladly take them. In the meantime, I will once again, because I really got to start doing this more, I will (laughs) plug in that you should buy Shadows Wake by Chris Garcia on Amazon now. And the reason I'm doing this plug is because I mean we we on we everywhere now we on Spotify and iTunes stuff like that like come on man I mean we do do this for free because we love it but honestly it'd be nice to like actually like get paid for it and like sponsorships and stuff that'd like be that. awesome so that would be incredible and then we could like keep this going forever and ever help and- Chris quit her job so she can write more books right exactly if i can get like guys if i can get a steady income off of like the podcast or my books or whatever i can literally quit my job and write more books i have seven seven books 
in the works right now? Seven. 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 That's a lot. Uh, I have one for Franny. I have one that's a fable tale. I have the sequel to Shadows Wake, Racing Wind. I have the third book in the uh, Mythic Saga series, Chronicles, whatever. Um, that's I started, but I won't touch until I finish editing Racing Wind. I have um, Sacrifice the Spring. I have uh, the short story that I'm working on that's going to bring uh, Oleander. Um, I literally have like seven. My, I have my Oz series. I have my love story. I have eight. The love story makes eight. Help, help Chris do this. <laughs> right. I, I, I need time. <laughs> so go buy Shadows Wake by Chris Garcia on Amazon right now. Also, feel free to go to uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash fantasyworldbooks, where you can sign up and get like early access stuff, free content, updates, and all uh, into what we're into and all that good stuff. And um, that will keep us going and supporting us. And if you are a sponsor listening to this and you'd like to sponsor us, we will gladly throw a really hilarious and possibly inappropriate ad in the middle of our podcast. It won't be inappropriate. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, it might be. Unless you want it to be. Unless you want it to be. Let us know. Let us know. They're like, <laughs> we're sponsored. We're happy to be sponsored by orgies.com. Orgies.com is where you can get fast, free. Oh, watch our first sponsor, like Red Tube or Pornhub. I'm always talking about them. Like, watch them be like, hey, we're going to sponsor an episode. Well, Miles fucking well, I guess. I mean, <laughs> we've added one more place where you can see the Chris X Claire experience. If you go to Pornhub.com right now, you can check out our videos. <laughs> There's no nudity involved on our end or is there. Check us out. And we're not kidding. Listen, I will dead. Also, I, I would literally get into the adult film industry and like there's like a little teeny tiny like fantasy world icon in the background. So no, I have a minkin on the bed in every single episode. <laughs> so therefore, we can always give money to fantasy world. <laughs> I, I will do. I will do that. I will let someone go balls deep so that I can go balls deep. I really want to oh help. My God. I want to help. <laughs> oh my god, the fantasy world only fans. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'd pay so much money. Oh. <laughs> I'd pay so much money. I have nice oh. titties. <laughs> <laughs> the sponsors are like, we were thinking about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I just sell paper towels. <laughs> we need those paper towels to clean up all the fluids. And Bring me the paper towels. <laughs> Thomas right. said, what happened? We have fallen so far from God's grace. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I know. After our OnlyFans are done, we are sponsored by Bounty. No, we're not. But We're not. Bounty, please don't come can. to us. It can you be. Can, come at us. Come on. Come at Anyways, <laughs> with that, Micah said, y'all. Like, y'all need to calm down. <laughs> it's is nothing sacred. <laughs> is nothing sacred. Not on not on this show. No. Oh, nothing is sacred. I'm sorry. Uh, if you stuck with us this long, you know what's up. You know what's up. You know what's up. So 
Oh, and don't forget, I know that he's about to forget and hit the outro. Do not forget to gently caress the like button, but aggressively pound that chair. It's called balance, y'all. It's called balance. There you go. With that being said, thank you for a wonderful show. Thank you for joining us for our first episode of season two. And we will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Chris X Claire Experience. If you love this podcast, head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. You can also check out fantasyworldbooks.com to get more information on other shows, books, music, and more. We also want to thank you for your support, because if you stuck with us this long, you can already consider us friends. Thank you.